Hello and welcome to another episode of Roll for Immersion. I'm your host and dungeon master, Aaron Picklesheimer. And I am Hagar, and also I am just Sam Scheib. <laughs> uh, I play Gwendolyn, and my name is Emily Hunter. Um, I'm Tori Hageman, and my character is Calcine. All right. And so, as per usual, we are going to start off with a little bit of news in the Dungeons & Dragons realm. Today, we're going to be... Realm. <laughs> See, realm. You know what? All right. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about a recent book that came out uh, called... It's coming out. I thought it came out... Because uh, te- uh, the set technically came out. Released like... yesterday, as of recording. Uh, oh, yeah. So, oh. it did come out. <laughs> it didn't came out. <laughs> it it's done diddly hard. <laughs> it came out, okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, and so we are talking about uh, Morden Kanan's uh, Monsters of the Multiverse. I hope I said that right. Uh, yeah, Mor- Morden Kanan presents Monsters of the Multiverse. All right, I'm not going to say presents because that's I don't like like why would you put that in a book title? It's a very good question. <laughs> like, but just it call is it the Morden title. Kanan's Monsters of the yeah, Multiverse. Yeah, well, I think it's. Or just call it Monsters of the Multiverse. Yeah, I mean, if you Google Monsters of the Multiverse, that's what's going to pop up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's fair <laughs> to just ignore that that yeah. title. All right. So for those of you who don't know, this book recently came out with a bunch of different monsters and creatures that are either already in the game that may have been reworked or buffed a bit, or even some new ones, alongside of multiple races that had the same thing happen to them. Although I'm not actually sure if there's any new races. Uh, I don't believe there are any new, like, straight-up new races, but a lot of races that have just kind of, like, either existed previously but just weren't really, like... They haven't been given anything for, like, multiple books. Right. Um, And then, like, other ones, like uh, like the Asimars, who they seem really cool, and then you go to play one, and there's, like, no content for them. No. Now they have some content. Because, <laughs> I mean, literally, the, the Asimar, they were uh, only in the Dungeon Master's Guide, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's any other content, like, no. well, canon content for the Asimars. There's plenty of I, homebrew content. There's there. always homebrew content yeah, for everything. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, it's, it has, it, it contains 30 playable races as well as um, well over 250 monsters from Dungeons & Dragons history to brand new ones that have just come out, uh, including, like, I think, like, Velociraptors and Stegosaurus. They, they, yeah, they included. added dinosaurs. Really? I yeah. love that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Just going to see a dinosaur walking the plains of... Well, like, just imagine, like, I don't... Like I just want to know, is it like is it like Jurassic Park Velociraptor, or is it like an actual Velociraptor that's like the height of a chicken that you can kind of punt? Well, I mean, technically, <laughs> I I don't know, because here I'm just gonna look it up. Yeah, just I mean, it'd be better to just look it up. That and also, it's you. Can, I don't know if you can really say Jurassic Park Velociraptor anymore, considering with the new Jurassic World movie that's gonna come out here, and I don't know however long. Fine, Jurassic they're, World Velociraptor, whatever. You well, want. they're trying to fix things, like they're having dinosaurs be feathery now because apparently science dictates they may have feathers and all that. Well, because sort of because it does because yeah. they did. I mean, yeah, but I mean, still. <laughs> You know, I mean, when not, I, to when be, it comes not to be the dinosaur kid that we all knew growing up, but listen, you're, you're allowed to be the dinosaur kid here. When it comes to my dinosaurs in movies, I want to see them leathery skinned and just. Okay, <laughs> you can say that, but you're wrong. You can you can want in one hand, and you can roll dice in the other. I will. 
Because I can't say the rest of the metaphor on this podcast. I got a six. Uh, well, then I think <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go for it. I think that's a 15. I don't know. It's cocked. Whatever. Oh, well. But yeah, no. Uh, the art, the official art for D and D Five E's Velociraptor is feathery, so oh, there nice. is that. Nice. Woo-woo. It's cool looking. Um, Science it's kind of it neat. It's sick. Kinda, it's yeah. kind of it's kind of neat. It has pack tactics and everything. Pack Ooh. tactics. Ooh. So yeah. Scientifically um, accurate Velociraptors in D and D. Does it say what I size they are though? Uh, I think they're small or okay. medium size. I didn't see that before I clicked off. That's my bad. I'm being a bad journalist. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's just, there's so many, like, races and stuff. Like, even turtles get, like, a nod, which I think is really cool. Turtles are just, well, because you think fun. a turtle is literally just a turtle person, It's right? literally just Uguay. Yeah. It's It's Uguay, <laughs> but, yeah, it's Uguay, but, like, they're always, like, paladins. Yeah. So I think it's neat that, like, they're giving them more, uh diversity in what they can be mm-hmm. because it's like you know they've like like total druid is included in this book oh, which makes sense nice. they're animal humanoids right you know the idea of them having like that connection to nature and being ugwe makes <laughs> makes more sense than the fact that you can just build a paladin one that like just beats the hell out of things oh yeah you know um, which is every other instance of turtles that I've seen maybe that's just because of the playgroup that I run with surprisingly but... anytime I've seen a turtle in my playgroups, mm-hmm. they've usually been monks. Monks? Yeah, they're always like a fighter class. Yeah. And it's like, bro, turtles are so slow. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> you can't tell me that this turtle is just going to go like go, like Bruce Lee's one finger. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why, why can the turtle hit me three times in one turn and I can only hit once? That makes no sense. Like, come on. That's even a little bad. I don't know though. Have you seen how fast snapping turtles can move? Oh okay. yes, that's a terrifying. very good point. Snapping oh. turtles are spooky. Yeah, they hurt. this is just becoming a reptile podcast. <laughs> the more that we talk, <laughs> reptiles right. through the ages. That's the new podcast. Well, well, fine then. If if we don't want to talk about them reptiles, uh, I'll actually talk about one thing that I really like that I saw when it comes to the creatures mm-hmm. in Monsters of the Multiverse. Uh, it's the spawn of Kias or Kias. I don't. I don't really know how to say that name, but uh, he's a really interesting character. Uh, and uh, the spawn of it, um, it's quite interesting and also very gross if you don't like a lot of bugs. <laughs> yeah. Whenever you, whenever you include like spawn of something, it in, it invokes like this this like mental image of just yeah. <laughs> and see. Uh, any of my other players that I've had, uh, unfortunately, in the campaign that I ran previously for them, mm-hmm. uh, not the current one, uh, Kios was actually going to be the big baddie. Unfortunately, they mm-hmm. decided to cancel on me oh, after no. uh, five sessions because apparently I talked too much about the fact that I was building a new world that I I just wanted to give them like a little, ooh, Aww. yeah, let's go. And That's then they so were just sad. like, all right, you keep talking about it, brother. Uh, we're going <laughs> to jump over to that. Yeah, so this, the spawn of Kios, uh, which we're talking about, basically it's a zombie um, and it can spread, like, it. it's... It's kind of a combination of an undead zombie and, like, a virus zombie. Right, yeah. Because it, it spreads, like, the condition of zombies through worms. Mm-hmm. That oh. it just, yeah. It's, oh. it's all, yeah. If you don't if you don't like bugs, uh, yeah, just stay away from a DM that <laughs> likes this. Stay so. away from that whole 
God. That whole, and... yeah, that whole realm of anything, especially because, like, they can, like, travel underground and, like, they can creep up on you. <laughs> but they're so, um, they're so fun, though. I looked it's... it up and I see the words burrowing worm and I'm like, mm, pass. <laughs> hard pass. It, hard, what's hard it, what's, pass. What is it? Trypophobia? What's the, uh, the fear of small holes? Yeah, yeah that's trypophobia. trypophobia. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, any, if anyone in your party has that, oh. maybe, maybe don't include that. <laughs> no, I mean, well, I mean, this is why you have a session zero. You talk about these things, mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes if you just want to put the fear of God into them. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just fun to do that. Those are both the best and worst kind of DMs, speaking from experience. Uh, <laughs> but I think I think one of the ones that I kind of wanted to highlight is um, there's this, it's a, it's a character, I guess, or um, like a creature. It's called like a dolphin delighter. A dolphin delighter? It's, it's basically a dolphin with telepathic powers. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, so that's that's something that I think is kind of warrants being pointed out about this book is like its monsters or creatures are mostly extensions to Volo's Guide to Monsters mm-hmm. and Mordekainen's Tome of Woes, which are Tome of Foes, not Woes. Sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> that we've gotten um, in the last couple of years. I think uh, as late as like 2018. Right. Um, and it's, it's an expansion on that, but it's also just, like, it's not just giving you, like, monsters to have your party fight. It's not just giving you, like, uh, buffs to playable characters. It's also just giving you, like, neat little ideas that were probably part of someone's homebrew mm-hmm. that, honestly, honestly, Wizards probably stole, if we're being honest. Um, Wizards can't come up with new ideas anymore. I mean, yeah, I mean... Well, either, granted, either, any company well, can. It's just, literally, any, anyone could have thought of, like, a telepathic dolphin... But, like, know, just, including it in, in a book setting is kind of neat to I me. I don't know. That just seems like the most, like, Spongebob uh, homebrew ever. <laughs> just, like, I'm just imagining, like, this dolphin putting its flippers to its head. And just, you see, like, the little circular sound oh waves coming out of its forehead. I'm just thinking of the dolphins from the beginning of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. Just the incredibly <laughs> smart ones. That's mm-hmm. all I'm picturing for these. Oh, yeah. Um, But... Yeah, so that included, and then there's, there's, I think the biggest draw for me to like want this book, even though it's like fifty bucks and like every, I got every, that kind of yeah, cash. Every, uh, it, like, yes, every, every book is like fifty bucks until like a week later, and then they're like thirty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, until it's all been leaked on the internet, where you can find it for free, but yeah. you didn't hear it from me. Uh, <laughs> we do not condone anything. We don't condone piracy unless it's really cool and you steal the cruise ships of the Russian oligarchs or whatever it is that's being legalized in Texas. Let's keep um, let's keep the politics out of here. Yeah. <laughs> nah, piracy. Piracy. Um, but yeah, uh, it's it's so neat to me because it's including things and characters from like so far back in Magic's like history mm-hmm. and uh, according to like their uh, their team at Wizards, they in large part wanted to do so because people weren't finding the the CRs accurate. Right. If that makes sense. Uh, so like uh, the lead rules designer Jeremy Crawford uh, basically says that he made this because people didn't feel like they were being challenged. Right. So right. he wanted something that like new players could see and it would revitalize these characters for new players mm-hmm. um, because maybe they haven't had a book in forever or they're like the Asimar who only had that one book ever. Um, yeah. And kind of build that bridge, uh, he kind of says, into whatever is going to come after 5e. So mm-hmm. whether basically 6e. Uh, like this book is kind of the beginning of like that bridge being built into what D&D is going to become. Right. And I think it's really cool that they're taking time out to 
pull these monsters that have you know either been staples or just been around a long time and either you know buff them up or change aspects of them um to which i kind of have the question of uh like like, because it's including baphomet you know like right the demon god that minotaurs worship that is a big 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 name big name big gay um (laughs) i have the question for all of you and if you don't know like a specific monster or anything like that then like the style of monster that like you know exists what would you like to see kind of get like a revamp or like a redo, you know, so so that it's no longer what you already know it to be? So are you saying like, um, like I can go like, first and just kind of give you an idea? Well, well, I'm ju- I'm just trying to like clarify. So are you kind of asking more for like what's a monster from like maybe like first edition or like three point five that hasn't been converted into five E yet? That's not necessarily what I'm asking, but that obviously those apply right. to this question. It's like anywhere in D and D history. Okay. So like I was thinking like you know your classic beholder. Mm-hmm. Most people know what beholders do, right? Obviously. They 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 use their their brain powers and they're just kind of gross. They kind of like. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> um, but they're incredibly intelligent. Yada yada. We all know what beholders do. We all know what they look like. I would like to see a like some kind of like a redux with it. Because, like, we had, like, Xanthar's Guide to Everything or whatever. Right. You know. That's, like, probably the biggest Beholder in D&D. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a different version of a Beholder. You know, like, I want to see something where it's, like, maybe they're, you know, they're still super smart, but maybe they're more, they're not just, like, evil, mm-hmm. you know? Because they're just, they're just all evil and right, really smart. Right, right. Um, or maybe they're just, like, maybe they're still evil, but they're not that smart, but they're still super strong, and you know you can manipulate them, etc. That's something that I would like to see, you know, because like that's also what uh, this rules designer was saying is, you know, you might go in and try to put in like one of your favorite monsters that you already know from this book, and you're gonna find something different about them, right? Which is really neat. Granted, it's probably gonna get some pushback from people that are like, well, I've known Baphomet since Baphomet was written. This is illegal, mm-hmm. but like times are changing old man <laughs> yeah and uh, kind of to bounce off that because uh, one thing that i didn't notice originally when i was going through this but i noticed just recently um is the fact that the demogorgon is in this mm-hmm. now most people know the demogorgon nowadays from stranger, stranger things. things they think of this five petal face <laughs> creature but the thing is in this book it's still the same demogorgon from like uh, first edition where it's got like these really mangly like tentacle arms mm-hmm. and it's it's like this really weird amalgamation and it has nothing to do with Stranger Things. And so I think if people get this book and they don't know that about a Demogorgon, they're going to see this and think, oh yeah, this is just like, you know, it's Stranger mm-hmm. Things. And while I don't think that's an inherently bad thing, it, it can kind of be different considering as I was reading through it because I wanted to see if it actually did conform to like that look from the show or if it uh was like the original and one of the things that i saw was its attack of tentacles and if you've watched stranger things they don't really have tentacles mm-hmm. they more just open their face and have at it you know uh Let that mouth do yeah so <laughs> <laughs> so i think i think it'll be a bit different for each person coming in there if they don't know kind of the the backstory right right and they expect one thing but then they get something else right 
Okay, well then I'll I'll lend the question to the other players here. Right. What's what's like a, a a type of monster or it can even be type of character or anything if you can't think of like a specific one like a beholder that you would like to see done differently. You don't even have to have like exactly an idea of how you want it done differently, but something that you wouldn't mind like a fresh take of, like a new artist interpretation. I can't think of like a specific monster or something like that, but I do like the idea of the monsters not being black and white morally. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I filled in for a missing player and a campaign that my dad was running. And, um, you know, we went through the cave and we killed the ogres to get the stuff back for the town. And it was a whole run of the mill, um, like fighting, whatever. And then we end the session where the ogre's wife comes home and finds <laughs> her, like, like her dead lover that we just killed. And it's like, what do we do now? <laughs> oh, no. Am I so, the bad guy? <laughs> right? So I like that kind of, like, monsters aren't just monsters. They yeah. have, they're, they're more complex than that. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is starting to delve into that, and I really like that concept. Yeah, I think... I agree with you that Wizards is kind of making that move to where, like, you can't just blanket statement a race is good or evil. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I've heard arguments from the other side of that um, with, like, people that are in, like, their, like, probably 40s or 50s, I would guess, from the people that I was talking to. And they were like, well, yeah, I should just be able to, like, walk in and if I see a bunch of goblins, just kill them because all goblins are evil. Like, goblins have always been evil. And it's like... Do you not realize that, like, first of all, the implications that that has for the real world, like, that's that's messed up. Uh, yeah. Second of all, like, I there are so many instances in fantasy where there's, like, the quote-unquote, like, traitor to, like, the evil ways that, like, helps the heroes, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, a, a goblin maybe specifically that's, like, you know, he's tired of getting pushed around by all the other goblins, so he's going to help you take him out. Like, that granted, goblin. that's kind of evil, too, but... You know, it's it's just one of those where it's like, yeah, I like the the notion of, you know, you don't really know if they're evil, which is why, like, in a lot of my campaigns, I've gone out of my way to make races not what they are right. in D&D books. Because I don't want you to think, like, oh, I just found, like, a civilization of goblins. I better, you know, watch my pockets and make sure my ankles don't get shanked. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, these goblins might be, like, you know, scholars and gentlemen. You don't know. You don't I, know. Would, I would like to jump in on this because you mentioned that and the first campaign that I was ever a part of for D&D, my party actually kind of like adopted a goblin into our group because exactly. we just kind of like stumbled across him. I can't remember like what the context was because this campaign was like three years ago, but we found a goblin and he wanted to help us and we were like, all right, you can like tag along for this little dude. And then we all just kind of fell in love with him and the DM let us keep him. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I just like, when thinking about that question was like thinking about a very similar kind of idea because I know very little about like D&D monsters and stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't played a lot. I don't read a lot of the books, but the the questions of like morality about like you know it's not just black and white are always things that are so interesting to me and like i love people that like play into that right yeah i mean like and and as as a dm that like tries to like change things i also try not to make a race like inherently evil 
You know, like, because everyone, everyone, including myself included, makes, uh, like, like tieflings even. Like, it's just like, oh, they're, like, tempted by their ancestors yeah. or whatever. Um, and, like, how you play on that can be super interesting and super cool and, like, not inherently, like, oh, they're evil because they're born this way. Um, but then, you know, I, I then I had to write in the Yuan-Ts who actually got, like, a lot of stuff added um, which was super cool because you want to have always just been like, ah, oh, they're like snake folk, I guess. They're like snakes. Yeah. But it's like in this, they have like, you know, a bunch of new stuff that you can pull from. Uh, like they have like five or six different like installments just in this this oh, new nice. book. Um, yeah, it's it's super neat. But like, you know, when I was writing them, I was like, how do I write them so that they're not just like evil? Because you just think like, ah, snake people. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably not good dudes. I don't know. So I wound up like making them like the lotus eaters from like Greek mythology. Oh, um, nice. yeah. Because um, I was like, I don't know. Like the 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 drawn out s's kind of sound seductive to me. I don't know. <laughs> uh, he likes snake people. <laughs> hey, look, I'm I'm not. You know, we're not we're not even gonna touch that. I I regret saying it immediately. <laughs> shouldn't have said it. Uh, I shouldn't have said it. That's my bad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, I think that that's something that we're being given in our own way. Um, like this, like you, like Emily said before, we're moving to this like moral gray area for all races instead of just, oh, you play an elf, you play like a high elf, uh, you must be like, you know, good or, you know, whatever, uh, versus, you know, oh, you play an orc, you must be you know, evil. Yeah. You know, um, which, you know, as far as player races go, that's never been like a, that's, it's usually not been as big of a thing because it's usually up to the DM to be like, all right, this is going to be a good party. It's going to be a bad party because when you mix it, it's a bad time for everyone. Yeah. But sometimes you just get those players that even though you state that it's going to be a good party, they still go out of their way to be a bad party. And I offer no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm still talking about the my other crew. Okay. Because I... A bunch of rapscallions. I recently <laughs> started playing in a party with Aaron as a DM, not this one. A home game. And, yeah, yeah and that, that party, and I've only been to, like, one and a half <laughs> sessions, and I'm already just, like... Okay, I guess I don't need morals. Like that's a that's <laughs> you, cool. You you were lucky you didn't show up the session before you did. Okay. Uh, because that was probably the most evil and vile session they've ever had. Uh, it was spine and I'll say like up to that point I had played like at best like a true neutral character <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who like he, he wasn't a bad guy at all, and it's just like a oh, okay I guess all right. Morals just out the window, and that's you know that's perfectly fine if yeah. that's how you want to play. But oh my god, <laughs> I mean your character like he he isn't designed to be like the most just oh, guy. Oh no, my but... my character isn't supposed to be all that moral anyway. But you yeah. know there's still but he's so an Asimar, he... and looping us back to the book, you know ah, ah the Asimar they get they get cool stuff. Yep, they get lots of cool stuff. That is the Asimar that and you were using. Excited for <laughs> exactly. Granted, uh, your whole character is using a lot of stuff from a bunch of different uh, new books. Yeah, as well, so. which I think is sick, nasty. <laughs> oh yeah. Granted, my players hate it, especially you know the the one who knows like 
everything. Oh, and that's 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 why it's great. That's why stuff like this is so sick because mm-hmm. it keeps those people on their toes, whether right. they like it or not. You know, because it's just as legit as you know whatever characters they build. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think keeping older players on their toes with newer material, uh, it also helps like keep away from um, kind of the stuff we were talking about in the last episode when it comes to like gatekeeping. Right. Yeah. Um, that's something that Magic is actually doing pretty well, which is the same company. So I assume that they're going to start doing like the same ideas, which is you know, like we talked about with um, Strixhaven changing the names of like two color combinations. Um, now it's so like it not necessarily doesn't necessarily make old players change what they call those color combinations or whatever they call anything. But these new players have something to latch on to and say, like, you know, this is my game, too. I know these little words here or, like, right. these like these slang terms. So knowing what the new uh, Yuan-Ts can do, knowing what the new Asimar can do, that's something that new players have. Um, not that, like, old players can't read a book, but <laughs> that's something that new players have over, like, these older players that have been playing for so long. Like, now, at the very least, they're on even playing field, mm-hmm. you know? Like, Tori, who hasn't been playing near as long as me, could come up and be like, I'm playing this UNT, and, like, I'm DMing, and I'm like, all right, cool, I kind of know what to expect. Tori can throw me for a loop now, because I haven't read this book. Or, at the very least, like, we're learning it together. You know, I can't be like, no, you can't do that because now Tori can be like, excuse you, here's this book, idiot. That's exactly how she'd say it. (laughs) But now, Now, my my thing is kind of jumping back into that gatekeeping thing. What about, like, what's your kind of view on this kind of stuff and those DMs who are so uh, grounded in, like, the old material? They Mm. only care about that. So, like, when a new player comes in, like, they have this, like, really cool idea for their character, and they say, oh, yeah, I want to play this new Yuan-Ti, uh, but the DM is just like, no, you're going to play this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of what's your what, what's your guys' views on that? You know, if, if you had a DM do that to you. Uh, I'm going to be mean, so I'm going to let the other ones talk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like you can like communicate with your players in a way where you can be like hey i want to run a campaign that's kind of based off of like this older material if you guys could stick with that but if you're not necessarily doing something like that and someone just comes to you with a character like hey this is a new idea and you shut it down like that's i don't know as a player i would be a little butt hurt if that happened <laughs> to me but i don't know i think there's there's right ways that you could like not use new material but i don't know right yeah i've been i've been in campaigns before where like the dm wants to use um for example like second edition material Mm -hmm. because that's what they're most familiar with so we just stick with that and that's discussed beforehand Mm -hmm. it's not like um you come up and say hey i want to play a tiefling but you can't because they weren't there for second edition right so like it's it's something that's been discussed and everyone goes into it with the same expectations and like i think that that's fine if you want to keep it within a specific edition um but if if the dm wants to shut down a character that you present to them i feel like they need to have a really good reason why it needs to be explained to you and it can't just be like no absolutely not like there has to be reasons that fit within 
the story that they've created, why that can't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I 100% agree with that. And I think that's something that we kind of touched on in the previous episode um, where it's like, you know, if you go to play at like an LGS and it's not like a group of like your close friends. Right. Um, typically there is that like session zero where it's, you know, you talk about, you know, what the expectations are for the characters or for whatever it is. Um, and I, I agree, as long as it's established beforehand and you mm-hmm. agree to it, then anything that happens that you don't really love is kind of on you. Right. Um, to an extent, like, I'm not trying to victim blame. Like, obviously, <laughs> bad things can happen that aren't your fault. Right. But, you know, if it's like, if, you know, if it's like, you know, we're doing it in this edition, okay, well, then you make the character in that edition. If you don't like that edition, don't blame that campaign. Um, and I don't think that that's inherently gatekeepy. I think it gets gatekeepy when you get to we've agreed to play in 5th edition, right? I want to play this new Yuan-Ti, since we're using that as, like, you know, the example. Mm-hmm. And like Emily said, if they can't come up with a good reason, then, honestly, I wouldn't even want to play with that person anyway. Right. Um, yeah. Or, you know, if they have this idea of, you know, if you, like, give, like, your trigger warnings and stuff, and they don't want to respect that, um, they don't want to respect this, like, morally gray spectrum of... Um, races and whatnot it's like you know my my question is always well what does that what does that add for you you know what Mm -hmm. does taking what does what does making sure that all goblins are evil add to the story right if anything it makes the story less um dynamic you know Mm -hmm. so i think obviously i'm not saying like straight up like screaming match argue with these people but you know i think it's it's open for like civil discourse of just like a well, I think that's closed-minded and not in, like, a politically correct way in just a storytelling way. Right. You know, like, it doesn't always have to be about, like, you can't just, you know, have these, like, uh, these notions that it would represent in the real world because it's not an exact comparison. You know, like, races in D&D mean very different things than races in the real world Right. Mean. I mean, this is fantasy. And... Yeah, it's and as, as it should, you know. Um, this isn't the difference of, you know, skin tone. This is a difference of that's a snake person. That is a <laughs> like, literal like, snake. You know, yeah. um, so I think there's some validity in having like, you know, stereotypes be true for those types of races where it's like, oh, yeah, they're snake people. They eat mice or whatever, if that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not something where it's like, oh, you can't just assume that they all eat mice. It's like, actually, you can that's different from just assuming they're all evil. Right. Um, but I think that all needs to happen, like Emily said, in like a session zero conversation. Um, and whatever they want to say as far as like no's or yeses to whatever it is that you say as um, like that you want to try as a player, uh, those no's and yeses have to have a good reason to be a no or a yes. Right. Um, and, and there has to be a good reason for a yes, too. It can't just be because I want to. It can't be like, hey, can this UNT live in the Arctic? It's like, bro, it's a reptile. It's, it's a weird... You better give me a really <laughs> good reason that this snake exists in the Arctic, you know? So right. I think if your idea is half-baked or a joke, then the DM has every right to tell you no. Mm-hmm. But, again, they have to have a good reason to tell you no, and I think you should go in with a good reason why it's, why it's a yes. Right. Um, if it's If it's a serious campaign... <laughs> You know, because a lot, a lot of times it's like, yeah, I just I want to make a character whose name is a food, and that's that's the joke, and it's like, okay, that's fine for this campaign, but if you know the DM presents it with, I want to do a serious fifth edition 
this many sessions, etc., and you present a character, have as many good reasons to let you play that character as they could possibly have good reasons that you shouldn't play that character. Um, and at the end of the day, you might just disagree, and that's okay. You don't have to play with them. Um, there are a lot of people out there that want to play D&D. Scheduling is a pain in the butt always, and it always will be. But there are plenty of people out there that would love to see your you on tea that wears Ugg boots or whatever it is that you made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I'm making this character in my head. Oh, lovely. It's going to exist. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know if uh, any of you guys have some other remarks that you want to add in. Uh, I think I'm pretty good. Yeah. Overall. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm good. Yeah. Does everyone feel heard? Yeah. <laughs> Does everyone heard? Like, it's kind of a joke, but also it isn't. <laughs> yeah, I, I do want to make sure that everyone has had a chance to speak. and I have voiced all of my thoughts. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. No thoughts, head empty. Pretty much. Well, yeah. <laughs> in that case, uh, why don't we go ahead and get into the campaign? So as I did last session, who wants to fill me in on what happened last time? I think Emily time? does. I'm going to throw her under the bus. Nope. Do I? Okay. You, you're, the, you're the scribe. <laughs> um, I have less than half a page this time, but that's okay. Um, we didn't really do a lot. No. It no. wasn't much. Um, the do- we went to find the doctor. Mm-hmm. The doctor is stabbed. Um, very, very not good. Um, we all did our things to try to heal the wounds. Um, yes, including the cauterized yeah, yeah, yeah. fire. Yeah. Oh my yep. God, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just aggressively reminded that I quite literally like burned this burned place. Burned the doctor. Stopped it bleeding. I mean, it was quick thinking. I'll give you that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, poor Brian is traumatized. Um, Get wrecked, Brian. We. Uh, we met the sheriff, uh, Theo is his name, I think. Yeah. Um, there was some sort of buddy cop relationship going on. A likely story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. No, that's mostly that's it. That's mostly it's, what happened. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, the, the sheriff was like, yeah, y'all suspicious, and by I y'all was, I mostly mean I was particularly suspect because, <laughs> one, I there's, like, another fire genasi who's out here doing stuff, and Causing two, trouble. I fully, like, exposed myself as a hitman <laughs> when I really didn't need to. You were just so, like, yeah, I kill people for money. What about it? <laughs> Yeah, so I kind of dug myself into a really big hole there, and everybody is probably still very suspicious of me, but that's okay. I don't think anybody's not going to be suspicious yeah. of you now. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the biggest issue for me, as like, because like as a as as Sam, I really want to like get this story going, and right. I want to just like be like, it can't be her. But then as Hagar, who's just real dumb, <laughs> I just, I can't not like like. There's, there's no way around it. And maybe it's because he's dumb that he might think that, that you're innocent. I don't know. Because, like, any 
Any smart person would probably think you're real guilty. Hagar's <laughs> brain is like Plato. You can just mold it to... Pretty much. <laughs> like, we, if your persuasion's, like, half decent, you can probably convince him that you're innocent. Probably. We, we did I determine... Have, I have uh, proficiency in persuasion. I would hope so. We <laughs> did determine that she had an alibi, though. Yes. yes. So that Hagar is one... Hagar was my alibi. Yes. he was drinking with me when the crime occurred, but... People are still mad suspicious. Mad Hagar is still not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to say a likely story. A likely story. story. <laughs> it's, just, it's just catchphrase from now on. That may be. <laughs> Anytime we have to interrogate anyone. Gwen likes to see the best in people. So, like, she's, she's, like, she believes you. But you're like on thin ice. Like, say, that like, sort of thing. Like, I'll as, take that. As much as yeah. you want to see the best in people, you've known this person for what, like four hours? Exactly. And like yeah. in three of those hours, they've been a murder suspect. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Like I'm sorry, Aaron. I love you, but like if if they were like, yeah, Aaron killed someone, and like I, like you're on the team to try to figure out if he did it. If they don't have enough evidence that like to prove that you didn't do it. I don't know if I know you well enough to that. Which... Yeah, that's fair, though. That's fair. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, as we stated, the doctor, she got cauterized. She was taken up to the to one of the rooms of the last drop. Uh, Hagar, um, Calcine, uh, Gwendolyn, and Vinny. Vinny. <laughs> I forgot that was... You all sat down at a table and... Uh, we're kind of interrogated by this stout, short little dwarf uh, sheriff, quote unquote. I, yeah. There's really no good name for that. Lawman. The lawman. He's the lawman. <laughs> he is the law. And, uh, I am the law. I mean, he, he, he started out by walking over to you guys, slamming his empty mug down, and literally just staring at you guys for like a good five minutes before he finally got his drink, swigged half of it down, and like record time i think i said last time as well um and you know more and more just kept coming uh i guess everyone except maybe hugar hugar is kind of just in that realm Hugar's of like, been pretty clear this whole time yeah he's he's <laughs> kind of in that realm where he's like kind of dumb enough to be non-suspicious but also i mean like, he's also been like helping with the interrogation right. i mean helping, helping <laughs> I mean, Slamming I don't know. I hands. think he's helping. I mean, he's helping. He's also the one that, like, saved the doctor's life yeah. and had Brian as his alibi. So I think Hagar's probably the safest. Right. Looking out in, you know, and I think Hagar also believes that he's probably the safest. That's <laughs> But that's fair. also because he wouldn't know if he wasn't. <laughs> all right. So you all are still s- currently sitting at the table. Hagar is... I get he may be standing up. I don't know what you exactly want to have him doing, because um, I don't think he really sat. He was down at the either. bar last time, like in like I think he like caught his mom up on everything. Right. Um. And that was pretty much it. And he was he was at the bar last time I remember because the last time he did a likely <laughs> story, he hit the bar, and then I think like Brian freaked out or something. Oh. <laughs> Brian is a nervous wreck at the moment. It was either it was either Brian, Brian or his mom. Like, yeah, it was whoever was at the bar probably got scared but it's fine yeah you you traumatized poor brian that that's what brian gets for being brian uh, what did brian <laughs> yeah. do? i don't know but he shouldn't I... let the doctor get stabbed <laughs> all right so as i said you. Gotta... oh yeah no because hugar figured out that it was like shadows and stuff that was doing like brian saw shadows like moving and like they were the ones that like did the stabbings because mm. hugar interrogated brian 
Brian was like mediocre about giving information. Brian he was like, was I like, might have yeah, seen this. Shadows seen this, and but... like somebody with red skin, and then everybody looked at me and was like, mm-hmm. huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, no, it wasn't me. Okay, so. Uh, Gwen- Gwendolyn and Calcine, you guys are at the table. H- Vinny is kind of across from you because it's kind of one of those bench tables. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Theo, he's kind of just... He-, he pulled up a chair and kind of had to do like a little hump on top of it considering the chairs aren't exactly uh, dwarf-sized. <laughs> <laughs> dwarf-capable or whatever you yeah. want to call it. <laughs> dwarf-capable. <laughs> but he's, he's kind of just sitting at the head not saying anything, just down in mug after mug. He's um, throwing out accusations here and there. Yeah, he's getting a bit tipsy turvy at the moment. But uh, what are you guys doing? Hagar's Hagar's sitting there waiting for Theo to like say something for someone to say like no to, so he can just <laughs> a likely story them again. <laughs> he's just he's just waiting for it. Okay. You guys just waiting at the moment. Yeah, it is a very, I feel like it's a very awkward situation around the table right now, and Gwen's not doing well with it, so she's just <laughs> sitting there, just just waiting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very tense, very uncomfortable, and as far as Calcine is aware, everyone thinks that she's a murderer, so very <laughs> keeping to myself at the moment. <laughs> All right, no one's going to do anything then, I guess. Uh, I'm going to have Hagar, like, walk over and go, like, right behind Gwen, and, like, poke the... Or, uh, you introduced yourself as Gwendolyn, right? Never, as, not as Gwen. I think I said Gwendolyn. Yeah. Okay. He's he's still gonna say Gwen. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Psst. Hey, hey, Gwen. Yeah. Did you do it? <laughs> no, I have the, I have a crowd of people here that can attest to that. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. He wants to so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna go over. He's gonna he's gonna poke uh, Vinny in the back. Be like, hey, hey, Vin. Yeah. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. Okay. He's gonna go. Hey, hey, Kelsey. Kelsey. Hey. Yes. Did you do it? No. A likely story. <laughs> 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 so like are you slamming your hands yes on... absolutely so, <laughs> no. so theo he's in the middle of his drink he's probably like most of the way done he's probably just getting like the little uh head of like the foam. last couple drops yeah. yeah um and you see him kind of uh fumble like he kind of accidentally like fumbles his drink in his hands <laughs> as to catch it and he's like what the <laughs> doing detective work you ain't a detective. But, uh, fine. <laughs> I'm trying to get promoted. <laughs> I'm gonna give me another drink. Y'all are free to go until we figure this out. Okay. Oh. Uh, free reign. But I'm watching all of you. Alright. Um, with that, uh, and with the information that I have now from Brian, um, I think I'm gonna head back to the scene of the crime. Uh, and make it known that that is what I'm doing and that I would like to not go alone. So I'm just going to say out into the open, I'm going to be looking at Brian when I say this, but hope Brian doesn't take me up on the offer to come with me uh, and just be like, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go back to the doctor's office and see if I can you know, scrounge anything up. 
If someone would like to go with me, that'd be pretty awesome because I would like to not be stabbed in the butt. So you said you're looking right at I'm Brian. I'm looking right at Brian. So he, he's kind of going to look at you and just be like, wait, me. he points at himself and he's just like looking around. I'm like, I'm like looking at him, but I'm doing that thing where like you look in someone's temple instead of their eyes. Like they think you're looking at him dead in the eyes. Right. Gwen's going to save him and she's going to be way too excited when she says it. She's like, oh, I'll go. That sounds fun. I'll help. Sick. <laughs> uh, Kelsey is also going to stand up from the table and say, I would like to come as well. The more the merrier, as long as none of you stab me in the butt. And then he's going to start walking towards the door okay, and head towards the doctor's office. All right. So as you're walking towards the door, you know, Gwendolyn and Calcine following behind, uh, if you kind of glance back, you can actually see Vinny getting up and going up, back up to his room. Uh, and wow, what a coward. Suspicious. <laughs> Suspicious. Suspicious. And uh, so you guys walk through the town. It's a bit quieter. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after the, uh, what was it, thunderclap or? Uh, uh, I, it I was, can't remember it the was, exact spell. Yeah, it was it was thunder wave. Thunder wave, yeah. yeah. I, I can never remember the name of that. Uh, well, there is also a thunderclap. Yeah, so it's understandable. Th- one of them is just a a clap, and then one of yeah, them's one of a, one of them's a clap, the other one's a wave. You know, it's very very right. different. And uh, so, town's a bit quieter after that. Uh, not really any kids mm-hmm. that you can see. Uh, Good. A few people kind of just poke their heads out of their shutters. Uh, they don't really do like the poke their head out quickly, mm-hmm. swing in, close the door. They're kind of just watching, you know. Just I mean, it's a small town. It's it's a small town. People typically know everybody, and yeah, they're kind of just watching out to see if anything new happens. Because <laughs> the more gossip, the merrier in this. I mean, small to be fair, I don't think anyone, including Hagar, knew he could do the thunder wave thing. <laughs> he kind of just yelled. He kind of was just, just yelling, Whoa. and then it got real loud. <laughs> all right, so you all make it to the doctor's place. And uh, you notice that it is a very clean building, mm-hmm. very like pristine white. Uh, there seems to be like this almost bleach smell, uh, or like ammonia, ammonia. smell. Yeah, mm-hmm. ammonia, that's what I'm thinking of. Uh, as you walk in, once more, there's n- nobody in there. Uh, there's a few candles flickering. They're getting kind of low, though, considering they've been burning the entire time. Nobody bothered mm-hmm. to blow them out. Um, but there is light. You're kind of standing in this uh, maybe about 20 by 30 room. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so 30 width and then 20 length. Um, and then you see to the left, directly against the left wall, you see the hallway that's about 20 feet long. Uh-huh. Uh, and once again, there's those three doors, the one directly in front, and then the two on the right and left. Okay. Um, I'm going to just kind of, like, walk through, and I rem- do I remember which door is, like, the one that she was, like, stabbed in or whatever? Yeah, it was yeah. literally the d- it's direct. It's the direct, yeah, okay, makes sense. Uh, I'm be like, uh, yeah, she got stabbed in, in that door. Uh, in that room there and, like, point, like, directly in front of me. <laughs> and, like, I'm going to go check it out. But, like, like a detective. And he's going to, like, do, like, a Sherlock Holmes walk towards the door because he thinks that's exactly how detectives work. Uh, he's going to very, like, slowly peer into the room and see if he can see anything. Uh, it is the exact same as it was last time. It's a dark, very minimal light in there. Mm-hmm. Does um, dark vision help? Uh, yeah. Um, so... With dark vision, you know, you get shades of gray. Uh, you can see kind of racks of different um, 
medical equipment. Mm-hmm. You see some Bunsen burners, some beakers, right. some flasks, uh, all that sort of stuff. You see a couple plants that are probably being grown for like uh, medicinal purposes or any other purpose that could be used uh-huh. in this realm. And you also notice just this black pooling mass that mm-hmm. was never actually cleaned up that's on the floor. Yeah. Uh, and you can obviously tell that's where her body was. Yeah, right. Uh, Makes sense. <laughs> but besides that, you don't really see much else. Okay. Um, then I'm going to like kind of put the door back where it was, and then I'm going to go for the doors on either side and do like the same like peer in, see if I can see like these shadow thingies that, that Brian said he saw. Okay. So as you go to the right one, um, you peer in, dark room, but, you know, you can see the shapes of a bunch of different cleaning products. It's literally a storage closet. You see, like, maybe uh, a makeshift mop, uh, mm-hmm. some gloves, all that sort of stuff, aprons, anything else. Uh, no no shadows. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, now for the other door. And then the other door, uh, that one actually does have a bit of light because uh, Brian left the candle that he carried in there with him. Uh, and so in there, um, there really isn't much darkness to begin with. It's not exactly the largest room, but nor is it the smallest. And, uh, from what you can see, it's literally just like a bunch of shelving. Like you've got the cabinets up top, uh, which seem to, some of them are flung open. They have different shelves of, um, like vials, uh-huh. different liquids, like you see maybe some red ones, some green ones, maybe some blue ones, a bunch of different... Lots of colors. Uh, yeah, lots of colors. It's, <laughs> it's like a rainbow, and you notice some of them are tipped over, some of them, there's actually a couple that are broken on the ground from where you and Brian scrambled to help the doctor and uh-huh. get whatever like materials get you get could. The, the supplies or whatever, right. yeah. And so that's it's kind of just... Uh, strewn about room. It's like, ah, oh, that's my bad dog. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really clean up, and uh, when she's in uh, better condition, she's probably not going to be the happiest with you. Uh, well, at least she's alive, so yeah. deal with it. Um, okay, so now that I've kind of got my bearings, like, nothing's different is no. what I'm getting from this. Yeah, okay. nothing is different. Okay. Um, I'm going to go back to the room where, like, her pool of blood is, and I'm going to bring, like, one of the candles in with me. Okay. Um just in case there's someone with me that can't see in the dark. Um, kind of weird that I can see in the dark, if we're being honest, because... Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, but I'm going to bring in the candle, I guess, and kind of illuminate the room, see if I can see any like signs of a struggle, um, things of that nature that maybe I just kind of couldn't see because I was worried about saving her life before. Uh, if there's anything I missed, like... Stuff that might have been taken, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Uh, go ahead and give me investigation. Oh boy, I'm probably not good at that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very not good. And at that. And if uh, anybody wants to uh, either do the help action or investigate yourself, that is fine. I want to look through her. Um, I'm assuming she has a desk somewhere. Right. Yep. Yeah, I want to look specifically through there okay. to see if there's anything. Okay. Well, I got a 16. <laughs> so did I. Uh-huh. Wow. All right, twins. <laughs> so that's a uh, that's a dirty twenty with my investigation. Right. Mine's still I've never a sixteen. Heard anyone call it dirty twenty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Really? I haven't. I, I hear it all the time. There is nat twenty and dirty twenty. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go into the same room that he's in, and also. Okay. So all three of you guys are going. In. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's gonna be an eleven for me. Okay. That's pretty bad. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna start I off like with Hagar. 
So as as you're sitting there searching, kind of looking around, you're not really touching anything. Uh, mm-hmm. You're kind of just seeing if you can piece anything together. Um, you do see what appears to be some drops of blood leading from a counter where uh-huh. some plants are over to the pool of blood. Um, hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't really look like uh, much else has happened. Maybe like there's some shifting of the plants. One of them actually appears to be like pulled out mm. uh, at, and kind of dropped onto the ground. Dirt's kind of just matted everywhere. Um, but besides that, you really actually don't see anything missing from what you can tell. But also, you don't know the inventory that well. Yeah, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't know if there was something missing. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Oh gosh. I'm also not, I also have to play this at Hagar's intelligence level and not mine. <laughs> I like to think I'm smarter than Hagar. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, uh, I guess I, I'm going to, like, pick up the plant that's, like, not in its pot and, like, put it back. And, okay. Like, give it some water because, like, there's no reason for this plant to die. <laughs> okay. I mean, it it does. Uh, it's a carnivorous plant. It bites me in the face. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Roll for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as as you kind of pour water on it, it does seem to get a little bit of its life back. But yeah. you know, it's probably not in the best condition. I, I give it CPR. <laughs> Come back to me. All right. Are you doing anything else? Um, I guess I'm like. So you said there was like a small like trail of blood from yeah. like the counter to the pool. Yep. Um, is there like anything like can I like follow that trail up to the counter and like see if I can figure out like like if this is like like oh this is where she got stabbed like specifically and then she like you know crawled or walked or was you know shoved over to wherever she was laying mm-hmm. um like can I figure out like was she like laying on the counter and she got stabbed like you know just trying to piece it together like where exactly she was stabbed versus where she wound up and see if I can like piece anything else together like Kay. that uh, give me medicine. Oh, God. <laughs> this isn't as bad, but it's still not good. Ah. Yeah, 10. <laughs> ten. Um, from what you can tell, maybe the place where she was stepped could also be a place where she walked over to. Uh, you're not really sure what happened. <laughs> it's kind of just, there's a trail. Congrats. Awesome. I love that I'm doing this and not the actual lawman. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where are all my tax dollars going? <laughs> all right, so we're going to quickly jump over to Gwendolyn. So as you enter the room, you see the same stuff. You see racks of different uh, beakers and vials and all that sort of stuff. Um, and you kind of walk through, kind of skirting around the pool of blood, and you walk past a few of the racks that you see. And there's a door uh, that, that you find. Uh, it does have, like, a plaque with her name on it. Uh, See, so it's pretty obvious that this is her office. This is kind of just where she spends time doing whatever and waiting for people to come in. Uh, and so when you go to kind of open the door, the handle jiggles. It's locked. <laughs> wait. <laughs> Am I allowed to help with that? Uh, yeah. I have, wait, 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 wait. Do you have, like, I a lockpicking think... set? You have, like, a thieves' kit or whatever it's I called? I have thieves' tools. That, that would include a, a lockpick. <laughs> yes. Okay. What do I need to roll to pick the lock? Like. Uh, that's up to the DM. I mean, I know what you have to roll, that's but who I'm, that's, I'm not yeah. the DM. <laughs> um, man, I always get this confused. 
Sam, why don't you go ahead and tell Slight me? Of hand. <laughs> okay. Because like I, I can't. Uh, I, when it comes to that stuff, mm-hmm. I always get so confused. On it. So I'm just dumb. I'm, I'm not a great DM. I'm sorry, guys. You're fine. You're, you're a fabulous DM. <laughs> okay, that comes to a 17. 17. Uh, so you actually do manage to get the door unlocked. Uh, and so... Poggers. You kind of just hear this click, and the door kind of just slowly slides open just a little bit. It's not like one of those really heavy doors that yeah. just goes all okay. the way. Uh, but from what you can see inside, uh, it's... I don't know if any of you, t- if either of you two have dark vision. I do. I do, yeah. Okay, so we have a full party of dark visions. <laughs> ha, you've done this to yourself twice that I've known. <laughs> I know! Every time! Oh, <sighs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, as you guys look in there, uh, you do see what appear to be shelves of books. Um, you can't make out any titles. Ah, uh, nerd. And you also see, kind of, in the left-hand corner, uh, if you kind of push the door open more... Uh, there is a desk. It is one of those, I don't know, L desks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what you Yeah, uh, where it kind of just wraps around the corner, uh, where she has what appears to be a layer of papers kind of strewn about. On the left-hand side, um, she has a quill and ink kind of opened uh, and kind of just set down for her to continue writing. There is a chair where she can orient herself to whatever she needs to do. Ah, swivel chair. And uh, she also uh, is the type to very much have, uh, you know, some indoor plants. Not ah. the type that really require sunlight that she can just, you know, because th- this building doesn't really have much mm-hmm. uh, lighting from the outdoors. It's very much in- secluded. Uh, probably could have been a morgue, to be honest. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're not really <laughs> sure. It's, it's a very much a dark, dark building. Hugger's not in there. <laughs> yep. Um, I want to see if there are any, like, letters on her desk or if it's all just, like, medical records. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to use the same role that you had last time, which you said was a dirty 20. Mm-hmm. So as, as you kind of go over there and you uh, kind of maybe take a minute per paper, kind of just look through it, scan, uh, figure out what's going on, um, there does seem to be a few letters um, but they do seem to be, I guess, supply, uh, letters like this is what I want. This is what you're getting. That kind of stuff. There doesn't seem to be anything suspicious. Um, mm. uh, and beyond that, it's just medical records. Hmm. Can I look on her bookshelf and see if I can find anything sus? Uh, yeah. So go ahead. <laughs> she's, and... she's into the occult. <laughs> so go ahead and roll me, um, investigation. No, that's a five. There's a lot of books. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. She likes reading, I think. I don't know, guys. Oh, yeah. She She seems like a nerd. Heavy reader. Do one of you guys still have the dagger with you? I believe I do, yeah. Oh, yeah, because you pocketed that, which (laughs) made you even more suspicious. (laughs) I mean, originally she didn't say that she pocketed it. I had to ask her if she still had it out (laughs) lying on the table. So luckily, she said that she didn't have it still out on the table. And luckily, I'm a gracious DM. Yeah, thank you. I didn't realize that I would have needed to specify that, and then it was too late. Also and I was like, lucky ah. that the lawman didn't, like, check your pockets. <laughs> nah, it's his off day. 
<laughs> you went up to him on his off the day. The one lawman in this town has an off day. Yes, everybody deserves an off day. As sometimes. much as I agree with you, then they should probably have more than one lawman. <laughs> and besides, how much crimin- uh, criminal activity is there in this small little town? None until there is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right. There's no crime until there is some crime. <laughs> so, Hagar, uh, back yeah. to you. Oh, boy. So, there's a trail of blood. There's a plant that you repotted and yep. gave some water. Yep. You're nurturing this plant. Now. Absolutely. Uh, plant dead. Anything else are you going to do? Uh, I guess, like, I'm just going to... I'm not going to tell them where I'm going because I wouldn't think to do that. Um, just, like, walk around, like, you know, outside, like, between the rooms and between, like... Uh, everywhere else in this building, I guess, and just see if I can figure out, like, if there's ever, like, those vibes of, like, the shadowy people or whatever um, that were described to me or just, like, you know, just just anything that seems out of place. But I probably won't find anything because I'm stupid. <laughs> What's your passive perception? Uh, not great. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't say. <laughs> probably not good. Just assume bad. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, hold on. There's an actual formula for this. Oh, boy. I had it written down. You probably, because you all do both of you guys uh, also have your passive perceptions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Hugar, we're going to figure yeah, out your done. passive perception. Congrats. We're going to do we're some. We're going to teach people how to do this, I guess. Exactly. You know, what What good is Dungeons and Dragons if you don't teach people some things? Exactly. Uh, okay. Um, do you have proficiency in perception? No. <laughs> okay, so it's literally just 10 plus your wisdom modifier. Ah, uh, so 11. Okay. Uh, Told you it sucked. <laughs> okay, so now... That's what I thought it was. I was going to say 10, but I was like, I think I had my wisdom. Yeah, uh, you don't notice anything. Mm. There's uh, a bunch just of... just good at hiding. <laughs> Those darn shadows. <laughs> uh, after Hugger, like, makes, like, one good round and, like, nothing happens, he's going to, like, stand in, like, the main hallway. He's be like, come on, shadow people, let's go. 1v1 me right now. And he just, he's going to try to goad them into, like, showing themselves. Hey there, demons. It's me, your boy. <laughs> your boy. <laughs> 1v1 me right now. No cam kills. Red versus blue. You versus me. Let's go. Is Hagar a streamer in his Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he manages to take some sort of magical class that allows him yeah. to stream to the public eye. Yes. <laughs> Um, so as, as you do He's just that, trying to goad them into, like, showing themselves, like, he's gonna call them cowards and whatnot for, like, not at least showing themselves, like, you know, they, they won't even own up to their own handiwork, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then, uh, he'd probably be the type to accidentally reveal that, that, uh, she's not dead, um... Which probably isn't a good idea, but just be like, yeah, you really can't even stab right, I guess, because like she's fine, <laughs> idiots. I just, I just imagine like some guys just off in the distance, like completely irrelevant. He's just like, oh dang it. <laughs> like, like Hunter's like a super nice guy, but like you stabbed someone, like he's gonna he's trying to call you out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> dang. Can't say I didn't expect that. No. Nope, can't say you shouldn't have. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to go back to Gwendolyn. What are you doing? Do I know that you have the dagger on you? 
I think so. I, I believe yes. so, considering... I think you, it was done in, like, the open, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was like, done when in... I pulled it out to cauterize the wound, I think I, like, wiped it off and pocketed yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I, I think you guys would have seen. And, and I it, think, yeah, I don't think you did it stealthily. No. Then, no. And also, uh, when you guys first went back to the last drop, uh, and you guys sat down, you did pull it out to investigate it, which is... You didn't really say that you were trying to be stealthy with it. Uh, yeah, no. So, yeah. I, I wasn't particularly. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember the results of the investigation. Is there, like, any, like, symbols on it or anything? I or remember rolling plain? really poorly and not noticing anything. Or so. real bad at rolling. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm going to ask, can I can I see the dagger? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pull it out of my little backpack and hand it okay. over. She's going to take it, like, very, like, gingerly yeah, by yeah. the non-bloody end whatever and she's gonna look she's gonna investigate the dagger to see if she can see anything special about all right roll me investigation oh, oh god we suck that's a pretty knife right Ooh, there yeah. <laughs> that there shiny that there shiny <laughs> okay it's a pretty knife she's gonna look at it for like two seconds she's gonna like Okay, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, it's an I thought I was smarter than this, but I guess right? not. <laughs> uh, I guess now Hagar wants to like catch back up with them because like he hasn't he hasn't like gotten the demons to one v one him, so he's kind of given up on that. And okay. I guess it wouldn't be that hard for him to find them again. No, because, I mean there's um, literally at like four no five rooms technically. Yeah. Uh, so then I guess he'd catch up with them like. Probably when the knife is being like transferred, uh, Hugger would also like to investigate the knife. <laughs> okay, so as it, as it's in the middle of being transferred, very gingerly by yeah. Gwendolyn, so you're kind of just gonna go. You. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Yoink! Mine now. <laughs> Yoink! Uh, yeah, I assume I'm cleared to do an investigation check. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. Seventeen. Let's go. Wow! Surprisingly, Hagar. Hagar's just like I. I know about knives, man. My dad's a blacksmith. I mean, actually, yeah, that yeah. you would. <laughs> that, that checks out. Tracks, yeah. That, that tracks. I had to come up with a reason, and I actually came up with a good one. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um. So as you're looking at this knife, um, it it appears to be a very dark steel or iron. You mm-hmm. aren't really sure which. Uh, it's very. It's not native to this continent. You okay. know that for a fact. Gotcha. Uh, beyond that, there doesn't really appear to be any intricate uh, designs or anything of that sort. It's very, it's a very much a basic, hidden, uh, mostly black, dark colored knife. Mm-hmm. So it's. Can I tell that if it's like made to be like super easily concealable? Oh yeah. You okay. Can so this is tell this that. is like a thief or a rogue's weapon. This is very much a thief okay. or a rogue's weapon. Okay. Um, noted. I'm gonna be looking at it and ask uh, first Calcine and be like, so where did you say you were from again? <laughs> where am I from? Hmm. <laughs> I do believe I sent an email Cause, with Because if, if the metal isn't from this continent and she's also not from this continent and she also yoinked the knife, even Hagar can you. draw these lines. Like, you know. Objection. Uh, and then he's, he's, he's kind of saying this, like, and he also, like, gestures towards Gwendolyn, like, you know, where do you say you were from again? Um. To, like, both of you, like, in general, like, where are y'all, so where are y'all from? <laughs> I'm terrible, because I don't remember, like, the map or anything for this, <laughs> but my notes say that I'm from the Calmest Spires. My notes say I am from R.A.? 
And both of these are on this continent. Yes. You Typically, <laughs> if I give you a name yes. and don't say yes. the continent, yes. it's uh, on the continent. There we go. <laughs> God bless. Okay. Uh, and so if you want, Hagar, uh-huh. uh, you can roll a history on uh, all three of these. I, I really only have it as one total um, thing, unless you want to do two separate rolls for just... Uh, I mean, so the the option is one roll or multiple rolls? Well, okay. So, um, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Uh, just God. do the one roll. I'll just yeah. say, just do the one roll. Uh, don't don't listen to my okay. stupidity. History check. This sucks. <laughs> History. Yeah, that sucks. That's a six. <laughs> Them's places. Those <laughs> are places, all right. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of them's places tries to shrug it off as if he's actually heard of these places. <laughs> he, like, maybe graduated school. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> like Maybe homeschool. Like, even, <laughs> even the teachers were like, yeah, just get out of here. Like, just go. Get, be gone. You're like 6'5". Get out of school. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? You look like you're, you look like you're 30. Go. Be gone. Aw. <laughs> All right. What's... what's uh... What's everyone doing now? Uh, so with this newfound information, because he hasn't found anything else, um, Hagar is going to uh, probably take this to his dad because his dad probably would be able to tell him like where this metal's from. Right. Uh, so that's his current plan of action. Okay. Do you tell us this or do you just like leave? Uh, <laughs> yeah, is I Hagar think I'm just going to turn just... around and start walking because <laughs> Hagar is just like, where are you from? Okay, and then just like turn around with the with the dead okay. and start walking away. I'm gonna like, kind of try to like, jog up after him and be like, "Hey, wait, where are you taking that? What are you doing? <laughs> why Why do you care why I'm taking the dagger? Because we're investigating a murder and you're walking away with the murder weapon. What are you doing? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna go take this to my dad. No other explanation. <laughs> like, okay. Um, now, see, Mike. I I don't know if I actually asked this last session. I mm-hmm. may have. Do any of you guys wipe off the blood? I, I, I she did. She said she wiped okay, off okay, the blood before okay. she pocketed it. Yeah, okay. yeah. I could not Even then, it'd be dry did. by now, so... Yeah, which means you can just, like, kind of scrape, scrape it, it off. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how dry it is. Yeah. If you let it sit for, like, weeks at a time, that thing's probably... <laughs> <laughs> it probably doesn't smell great, though. No, uh, it smells like no, blood. And, um, yeah, Hagar's still just, like, holding it, like, sideways, like, not, like, how you're supposed to hold a knife, like, like, between, like, his thumb and index, he has the tip, and between his thumb and the other index, he has, like, the bottom of the handle, so it's very much just, like, a pres- presenting the, the dagger, uh, while he's walking, and the whole time he's just, like, looking at it, like, I know something's up. There's something about this. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gwendolyn, you did not say that you were going with. Are you or are you? I now? am. Okay. Yes. She's gonna. She's gonna look at him, just like not looking where he's going while holding this very sharp knife, <laughs> and like she's gonna say something about it. She's gonna be like, "Please, please don't drop that or trip or hurt yourself. We don't need any more injuries today. Thank you." Hugger accidentally Chandler beings himself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like just just trips, slips, falls on a knife. Like, <laughs> uh, oops. Didn't mean to, no. Uh, I think I think he's just kind of be like, I appreciate the concern. I've been doing this my whole life, and he's gonna keep walking. I think it'd be really funny if you fell there. But I thought your parents owned an inn. What are you What are you doing with daggers? He's just like looking up at you and then back down at the dagger. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be like, up. It'd be more like, 
like to the side. Yeah, because he, he'd looking be looking down, down at you. Yeah. You're, she's how, five six. Yeah, he's six five. So it's just like yeah. a, down and then back to the dagger, down back to the dagger. Like you're just gonna nod and then keep walking. Like <laughs> you'll see. <laughs> All right. So uh, you get back to the tavern, right? And uh, uh, you guys finally notice uh, that right next to it is literally just. The last forge. drop, uh, forge. That's yeah. literally just like the title of it. It has like a little uh, sign that's hanging next to it. It's a very much an open uh, place, but it does have like a roof for mm-hmm. when rain comes. Yeah. Uh, so that way people can literally just walk up, you know, ask for something or get something fixed right on the fly. Uh, and you notice the glowing embers of the forge, and you see this hunk of a man just. <laughs> He is bigger than Hagar. Yeah, he is massive. All the ways. Uh, I'd say he's probably close to about seven foot. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's bulky. He's got massive arms. Like, looks like he probably spends most of his time at the gym if gyms really exist. <laughs> if, if there was a reason to have a gym exist in those times. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you actually you see him lift up his right arm, this mallet in hand, uh, and he's kind of slunched over, slouched over to this. Um, anvil and you kind of just hear the banging the clangy of uh the the hammer on steel or some sort of metal you aren't really sure now hugar you can instantly tell this is a very cheap steel that's Mm -hmm. being forged at the moment it's it's probably something for one of the town's fault Mm -hmm. okay uh i'm gonna wait until he either finishes like that like session where he either like goes to to cool it or put it back in the fire uh, so that it's I'm not having to talk over the clang, 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 clang. Because um, I think I'd have to thunder wave it if I wanted to be heard at that point. Right. Um, but so I'm going to wait for like that that kind of pause and then like, like uh, hey, dad. <laughs> so it, it takes a little bit. Padre. Um, bef- and, and, you know, as you kind of maybe get closer and maybe kind of go around him tr- mm-hmm. towards more his front, uh, you do see that. Uh, he's probably been working on like working this piece of steel for a little bit. It's like bright orange color has very much diminished severely, mm-hmm. uh, and you actually see him lift it up with a pair of tongs, and go back over to the coals and kind of just pour some on there and kind of mm-hmm. rub it through, trying to get all of the length mm-hmm. of uh, whatever it is that he's forging uh, heated up again. Mm-hmm. Hey, Padre. <laughs> hey, son. <laughs> oh, my God. That's his voice. <laughs> hey. <laughs> it's Macho Man Randy Savage is my dad. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, like, uh, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to figure something out for uh, for for uh, the lawman. And um, this is this is the, uh, the attempted murder weapon, I guess. Um, and I know I know this metal's not from this continent because, you know, I, I listened to you. I listen to you, sir. I'm a, you know, uh, so, uh, but I don't know exactly like where this would be from, and we think that might help us figure out who done it. He takes he takes the blade from you, looks it over, a little bit, and uh, he kind of then flips it into like one one hand. Granted, mm-hmm. it's kind of tiny in his hand. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, understandable. And uh, he kind of slaps you on the back, and it's a very hearty woof. <laughs> 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 Well, you listen, but, uh, well, you didn't listen well enough. Dang it. <laughs> this this is from another continent. I'll say that much. And, uh, well, 
It's from Islandar. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's... I struggle with the places that are on this continent, so... <laughs> <laughs> That's another continent for you. Uh, okay, uh, is that is that to, to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west? He kind of just rubs his eyes, <laughs> just like, come on, man. <laughs> uh, it's to the north. Okay. And uh, this here metal, it's, uh, well, it's a nice piece of iron, and it comes from, hold on, let me get my notes out here. Because <laughs> I got this stuff. I've got so much for that continent. <laughs> oh, wow. Because I spend a lot of time doing stuff for that continent. Because <laughs> my players are needy pieces <laughs> of work. That's one word for us. I can't say what I want to say. No, that's the wrong. See, this is what I get for not having it pulled up. Already. You have too many notes. I have a lot of notes. I'm going to be completely Islander. Let me tell you something, brother. That's a nice piece of iron. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. That's a nice piece of iron. Oh, God, which is it? There it is. This here is from the mines of Kirahet. It's a mountain range to the south of Island. So it's north, but it's north-south. Yes. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> uh, do you know, like, who in that area would, like, forge something like this? Are we talking dwarves? Are we talking well, yeah, giants? The, like The dwarves, obviously. Okay. You say, like that, you say that like it is obvious. <laughs> <sighs> I did not teach you well enough. <laughs> Maybe it's too many hours spent in the tavern. Who knows? Uh, okay, uh, so it's probably crafted by the dwarves of Islandar. Noted. Uh, cool. I guess I gotta go report this information to the lawman. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I'm gonna like take the dagger back from him, and once again, I'm just gonna walk like without looking up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, back into the tavern where I assume the lawman still is, because I, I, that's where like the the victim is, and he certainly didn't go to the scene of the crime with us. Like you would assume, someone that does law things would. Anyway, right. uh, he's probably at the bar. I'm gonna go check the bar. Before you do all that, roll me a dexterity. <sighs> oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, that's a thirteen. It's a very unlucky number. So there's a chair that's kind of like pulled out and uh, you stub your toe on it pretty bad. But, and it hurts, but you don't trip. I'll say okay. that much. Nice. Uh, and so as you, as you get back to Theo, mm -hmm. uh, you can see uh, he's, um, he's somewhere in his drinks. Oh, no. <laughs> He's having it. He's trying to just enjoy his day. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go up to him and I'm gonna poke him with the the hilt of the dagger. Just poke him. Like, I'm gonna point. hold it on the side that's not sharp and just poke him with the hilt of the dagger until he notices me. Uh, what? What? Like, all right, Theo, run down, quick. We're going to go. Okay, went back to, to attempted murder scene. Didn't find anything. Demons didn't want to play. 
uh, then then figured out this dagger not built here built or not not forged here forged in islandar by some dwarves not to be racist but like do you know anything about that but also like you're supposed to be the one solving this and like the the victim's upstairs you're not talking to her and like you're not at the scene of the crime and the other suspect you just kind of let run off willy-nilly granted like we could have also run off willy-nilly but like we just chilling i guess uh so that he kind of just places his small hand on your arm you just have a drink with me okay I'm about to drink this dwarf under the table. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's already plenty It's not going to take long. It's, this is not even playing fields. Also, I am much larger. <laughs> yeah, that's that's also that's fair. And I've been drinking with a half-giant father my whole life. Like, what do you think? And he's been drinking his whole life. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> uh, so, so Brian, he looks like he's getting his nerves back a little bit. Still shaky. Doesn't really want to talk about what happened. Uh, he, he pulls out your favorite glass. Ah. Pours you whatever you'd like, really. Uh, I want, I want, I want the mead. You want <laughs> Give the me mead. that mead. All right. Uh, so he kind of sets out what looks like three different types of mead. Uh-huh. Uh, one that's just like a normal mead, yeah, you know, right. uh, yeah. honey and uh, all that sort yeah. of stuff. Then you've got one that looks like a bit redder, maybe uh-huh. like a uh, raspberry. Okay. Yeah, like a more amber raspberry looking one um that's that's probably some sort of berry uh-huh. uh and um then he's also got one that's a much more lighter color okay uh so probably one that's not as strong ah uh, uh and he kind of just mentioned motions for you to be like brian we've been over this <laughs> um and i'm just gonna take like the regular all mead, right. like your typical your typical mead, because it's probably one that I had to make. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, he takes it, he pours you out the glass, and slides it over to you. Sick. Uh, I'm going to stab the dagger into the bar and just kind of leave it sitting there uh, so that if someone were to take it, I'd have to see them like reach over and like pull it out of the wood. But because I am strong, it's pretty deep in there. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm just going to like cheers Theo and then just launch it back. All right. And just try to try to chug it all at once. You know, if if this was a video game, when you stab that knife into the wood, you'd see up in the top left corner, your mother will remember this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's also what I was thinking. Oh, gosh. Mom ain't gonna be too happy about that. Oh well. I yeah, this is a this is a tavern bar. I'm sure there's plenty of stab marks. Yeah, in but it. she doesn't like it when her son sits there and stabs <laughs> when, her. I'm bar. the one that has to fix it usually anyway, so who cares? <laughs> all right, so. Uh, he slog he slogs back his own, uh-huh. and uh, you finish yours before his, uh, uh, and I'm his is his is like foaming down his beard, uh, you know. Have some class, come on. I mean, he's he's been drinking. That's his problem. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you shouldn't have let him drink. That he's <laughs> the one that has the handcuffs. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you're bigger than him, Hagar. Come on. So. He's the lawman. He's got the handcuffs that probably won't fit me, but he's got the handcuffs. <laughs> and after and after he sets that back down, he, he kind of does. He belches. Ah. And it's a very deep mm. one and classic. Lasts, yep, classic. Lasts a bit longer than you'd like. It's uh-huh. a bit uncomfortable. But then he slaps you on the arm. All right, you can tell me what about. What about, what about. <laughs> I just basically repeat everything that I said exactly the way I said it. <laughs> All right. Uh, he kind of 
slides off. Oh he does God. like this little like I don't know like timber motion. Like he oh starts no. to do like a I don't know a falling motion towards his side. But he does manage to catch himself as he slumps down onto the ground. He's wobbling a bit, and but he does go up the stairs as best as he can. Trips a couple of times, uh, and you hear him uh, enter into one room. You aren't sure if it's the room of Priscilla, uh-huh. but you know that he entered into a room. Beyond that, you can't really hear much. Okay, uh, I'm gonna have one more mead, and then I'm going to yank the dagger back out of the uh, the bar, and then I'm gonna follow him up the stairs. All right, so you follow him up the stairs. Uh, he does seem to go into the wrong room. It's oh, an empty man. room. Thank God. <laughs> so, uh, you do kind of have to, like, grab his... You do kind of have to, like, grab his little shoulders and kind of just be like, hey, buddy, Aww. spin him around and be like, over here. You know, you're not the greatest lawman, but uh, it's, it's... But technically, you're the only one with authority. <laughs> you're the only authority we got right now. This is depressing. <laughs> uh, okay. And so, what are our other two players doing? Are you guys just following along or doing anything else? I would like to do a history check on these places that have been mentioned because Gwen has been to college. <laughs> okay. Ooh, we get it. You're educated. <laughs> Freaking nerd. She reads a lot. Let her be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you're doing research on the mines of Kirahet, Islandar, and also the Calmest Spires? Sure. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you make me a, uh, we'll do two different history checks. Mm, well, that's, that's a 14. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say that this one is for the Calmest Spires. You do know that these, that this mountain range is it's the mountain range that kind of resides towards the middle of the continent. It's what divides the plains of grassland and the desert toward the north. Um, and you know that there are, uh, for the most part, kind of two different factions of the same uh, empire in this range on both sides. Uh, they typically don't actually uh, govern what happens in the spires as... You know, the higher you go on a mountain, the less oxygen you get and all that sort of stuff. And a lot of people have adapted to living there, uh, whether they've figured out uh, some sort of method of breathing or whether their their bodies literally just evolved to survive there. Um, so that mountain, that mountain range is more or less kind of a free zone in between two sides of the same empire. Okay. Oh, yes. Uh, 23. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'll start off with Islandar first. You know that Islandar is the continent to the north. It is a place that once held the probably the largest and most powerful military and militia that you know of in the world. Um, it was called the 13th Brigade, and it was ran by a woman named Erin Yellera. Uh, and that's A... E-R-I-N. Erin Yellera. Erin <laughs> <laughs> Yellera. <laughs> it's weird. 
Eren Jäger. Eren Jäger. Tata Kai. Yeah. And uh, y- you know that it's it's a place that has quite a few exports, but also t- typically gets a lot of other imports as well. Um, it is a place that uh, is centralized, and its its empire isn't the largest, nor is it the smallest. It very much keeps to itself. It's almost as if a kingdom was like expanded to the large. You know, it's it's a very kind of friendly, modest place, especially after all that happened with uh, the 13th Brigade. Uh, it's kind of like Switzerland. In. Yeah, kind of like Switzerland. Like they got a bit, like, like they got a night, like well, I guess Switzerland and like the time of the world wars. <laughs> like, right, it's like, right. We got we got a pretty sick little military force, but, but also we're keep our leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. <laughs> and so then, when it comes to the mines of Kirhead, uh, you actually immediately, like you are, correct me if I'm wrong, you are a bard, correct? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you actually remember a song called Deep Throne, uh, which was entirely about the mines of Kirahat. And so the song itself is about the dwarven mines and how they managed to make a living off the ores and precious metals that they harvested. Uh, it is very, the, those ores and uh, metals that they found uh, were very much secluded to that singular mountain range, not to be found anywhere else. Uh, so they have a very distinct look to them, but not many people know it because over time they began to get scarce. And the, the dwarves actually had to move further up the mountain range to try to find anything that they could of these ores. Okay. She said, noted. This does not help me. <laughs> <laughs> Where are these demons? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. She's um. She's then um. She's gonna check if Vinny's still there. Okay. That's fair. He just kind of. <laughs> well, I mean, we didn't really pay much attention to him. No, he, That's he, on he us. just went upstairs and. Uh, so uh, when you go to check on him, he is in his room, but he's sleeping peacefully at the moment. Uh, he d- he does seem to have washed up a bit though. Okay. Uh, granted, his clothes are still ratty and torn and covered in sand and soot Listen, and I'm anything. I'm trying else. to be classist here. <laughs> Okay, she's gonna, and then I guess for now, um, she's just gonna chill downstairs and keep an eye on, like, the staircases to see, like, if he starts to leave. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and what about Kelsey? What is she doing? Um, I was just gonna say, for the time being, Kelsey is getting a drink and sitting at a table where she has good view of like the whole room and just like kind of waiting to see what happens with everything if that's the case then gwen's gonna go sit with her <laughs> okay best Sick. friends Sick, nasty. <laughs> this All is right. how they bond um, trauma bonding <laughs> trauma. let's go all right so uh just because i like to uh what are you having to drink I want the fruity whatever. The fruity from Yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. I would. <laughs> what about it? All right. And then are, is Gwendolyn getting anything to drink? Yeah, she'll have the same. The the, the berries sound nice. Okay. Um, so, if I can find where it is. All right. So, I don't know how much money you guys have on you, but, you know, everything costs money. The only reason Hugger gets off with it is because his family owns the place. And he made it. <laughs> yeah, he probably made it. Um, so that'll cost you about, uh, 12 silver pieces. 
For yeah. copper pieces, I mean, not silver pieces. I was about to say that's really expensive. Okay. No, I, I don't know why I looked at C and I and I thought silver. I was just like, probably because they have the same sound. Okay, I don't know how to convert the the, the, the like currency. So, because I have gold pieces, but that's all I have. We can figure it out after the episode. <laughs> that's valid. That's valid. Uh, yeah. Right. Cool. Um. Yeah, so I guess it's back to Hagar. Yeah, it's or? back to Hagar. Okay. Um, once I get him into like the room, uh, then I'm just gonna like, is she like asleep when we get in there, or like what's going on? Oh uh, no, she she's uh, she managed to find some book, probably from lo- local library mm-hmm. or bookstore, um, and she's kind of just sitting uh, at kind of the desk that is provided in each room, um, and she's kind of just flipping through it, reading. Dang, you bounced back pretty good. <laughs> like, you know, she's just like sitting. I'm a doctor. I have to be. Oh my god. Sorry, my voices are terrible. All right, <laughs> fine. I won't. No, no, okay. no, because no, no, like I, I can't. No, I can't remember it's how. It's a perfectly how I, believable voice. Uh, I'll, I'll work on it. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just do my normal voice for now. Oh no. Okay. It's gonna be fine. It's, it's gonna, fine. just just imagine yeah. this face. Yeah. Yeah. Do we need to like buy you a wig or something so that just you can so just... Can just and then just like that's the graphic that we'll use for the episode. <laughs> it's just your face but with a wig on. Oh yeah. We It'll just be... we just glue your hair back on after you got it cut. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Okay. Uh like so uh we we have we have this and I'm going to just like hold up the dagger that was used to stab her. Hopefully she doesn't freak out too bad. Uh, and I'm just kind of going to toss around my hand be like, I figured out where the metal comes from. Don't know how much that helps me figure out who it was that stabbed you. Um, were they really short? He's trying to figure out if it was a dwarf. Mm, not that I can tell. Mm. Were they really tall? They appeared to be of average size. Well, isn't that convenient? <laughs> um, <laughs> this is going to be like some really weird motto for e- for each episode that <laughs> well isn't that convenient uh he's gonna be like uh did they have pointed ears i couldn't really tell in the dark they they came up behind me and mm. they they launched it straight in my uh, you know where it was launched yeah uh I, I know very well where it was lodged um okay uh was there like did you hear anything? Did you smell anything? Did you, like, taste anything? He's just going through all the senses because he doesn't know which ones are actually relevant to, like, <laughs> this case. Just, like, maybe she smelled toast and was having a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> like, Stab wound is definitely a stroke. She, she had a stroke and stabbed herself. Like, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? We can't rule anything out. Um, so, uh, so as you're going through each one, um... Because I'm also thinking, like, with demons sometimes in, like, lore, like, you smell sulfur or whatever before you get right, stabbed. Right, Um, so, uh, she, she mostly just says that she heard, you know, light footfall. Uh-huh. Uh, and the rustling of the fabric. Okay, so um, they're probably not, like, heavy. Got it. Yep. <laughs> um, didn't taste anything. Okay. Um... She was feeling her plants because that's what she was working on. 
Mm-hmm. She, uh, he's like, oh yeah. So is that like, did you get stabbed and yank the plant out of the pot? Is that what happened, or? Uh, yes, that's exactly what happened. Ah, I'm a fantastic detective. He's gonna like nudge. The, <laughs> he's gonna nudge the lawman. <laughs> like, I'm so good at this job. <laughs> Lawman's just like. <laughs> he's just having a good time right now. I'm sure Lawman's he's trying to hold it together. Drunk out of his freaking mind. Uh, okay, so I assume you were like holding your plant and you get stabbed and like you recoil and you yank the poor plant out of its pot. Uh, I, I repotted it for you, by the way. It's it might make it. Um, oh, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> figured you might care about that. Um, okay, so light footfall. You got stabbed hold the plant did you like see anything like because like i saw where you like you took some steps uh so you were stabbed like by the counter right uh, yes the only thing that i really saw besides well the darkness uh was as as i was pulled back and stepped back i saw two what appeared to be horns Maybe on okay. top of their head. Ah, okay. Uh, so now I now I'm thinking tiefling slash demon. So tiefling. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, so you saw some horns. Uh, Hagar is gonna be like he's gonna like put like horns on his head. Be like like these. Be like with his fingers. <laughs> no, they more curled around the side, almost as if like a crown. Ah, mm-hmm. like like a ram, kind of. Yes. Okay. Cool. Hagar's trying to, like, put this into terms that he understands. Uh, okay, so a crown of horns, not a crown of thorns. Got it. Um, this isn't a very you. religious uh, <laughs> figurehead. Uh, yeah. Um, okay, okay. Um, did they say anything? Did they make any, like, noises? Were they talking to anyone? Were they alone that you know of? They they appear to be alone. I okay. Could be wrong, though. Uh, you never know with these kinds of things. All right, all right, all but right. I distinctly remember smelling what almost smelled like sand or desert. I'm okay, not okay. quite sure. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Other people in the party know things about <laughs> sand and deserts. And like... uh, <laughs> it smelled like the beach, but with no water. Ah, so a desert. <laughs> ah. Uh, okay. Um, that's pretty much all I can probably get out of her, I guess. Um, I guess I'm just be like, is there is there literally anything else that you saw, heard, felt while you were, you know, maybe like while you were on the ground, like maybe they like stood over you. I don't know. No, as soon as they assumed their job was finished, they turned and ran away. Did they run, like, through your door, or did they, like, just, like, disappear? Through the door, like a normal person. Okay, <laughs> listen. <laughs> We're dealing with shadow people with horns. Nothing's out of the question here. Don't look at me like I'm stupid. Um, okay, uh, through the door like a normal person. Uh I was going to ask you to see which direction they went, but it was into the hallway, so that's kind of stupid. Um, they ran into the wall. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I'm going to say thank you, and I'm going to leave, and I'm going to go talk to to B. Ryan. To B. Ryan. All right. Uh, so Brian is looking better. He's making drinks a lot more now. He's getting more into the bartender flow. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm going to walk up, and I'm just going to, like, I'm not going to slam my hands down. I'm gonna like set them down, like Brian. 
those uh, shadow figures that you saw, how many of them were there? Or a shadow figure? I don't know how many you said you saw. Uh, I'm not quite sure. Maybe two? Okay. Okay. Um, further question. Uh, did they appear to have horns on their head? I wasn't paying attention. I... Oh, my God. What do I pay you for? <laughs> uh, Wait, your mother pays me. Shush. Uh, I'm going to get one more mead, and then I'm going to go over to... Uh, to uh to the Whammons. To the uh, Whammons. To the Whammons to, to Gwendolyn and Calcine. Alrighty. And join them at the table and uh I'm going to relay the information as best I can of uh she got stabbed, yanked the plant, saw a dude with horns, thought she smelled sand. It's a lot of rhyming. <laughs> uh, I hate sand. Rock, rock, rock and uh, we get it. You like the prequels. <laughs> hey, Hayden Christensen's coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry. excited for that show. Anywho, hey, uh, back to... I mentioned the the sand and the the like the sand scent, which I think is kind of weird considering that we're like in the woods. Uh, <laughs> well, you guys aren't exactly in the woods. It's okay, more, but like kind of. <laughs> you're 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 close. I'm close. We're close to the woods. You're in the plains. Yeah, that's yeah. Sorry. No, I love it. Um, <laughs> Gwendolyn's gonna gasp just like I did Go. because she remembered. <gasps> I, 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 th- I think I'm remembering this correctly, but when we first met Vinny, he said that he came from the desert, mm-hmm. and that was weird because like deserts are far away. And now she's saying that she smelled sand, uh-huh. and she's gonna make that connection. And Didn't Gwen like, like wasn't there something about like the desert, like in the. Like the the mountains or whatever was like between the desert and the plains in the other continent. Mm-hmm. But it, there is a place so where you can cross there. Yeah, but I'm I saying mean, yeah. like like directly next to these mountains where yeah. this blade comes mm-hmm. from is a desert. Yeah. I'm gonna go stab Vinny. I'm kidding. Take that, Vinny. Like okay, uh, with all this new information, I've come to the conclusion that. Vinny might have something to do with this. <laughs> well, he's sleeping upstairs, so um, you can wake him up if you want, but I don't. Mm. Mm. Um, mm. Question. <laughs> what kind of, like, check would I need to do to, like, oh, I also posit about, the horns, about obviously. yeah, to posit about, like, races or Who got species horns? I know with horns? Like, what do I need to... History. History. I'm, I mean, I'm it's, it's pretty much that. just tieflings, but. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a really bad role. So but I do have a, I do have um, some history for them. Though. I I got I've... seven. <laughs> I will so... also roll a history check. <laughs> uh, seventeen. Okay, so you seven. Yeah. Seventeen. Right, I'm I'm joining this. Um, nineteen. Ah. Why are you so much better than me? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, I mean, as far as all you can tell, sounds like a generic tiefling. Um, and so when it comes to the actual history of tieflings, um, instead of them just being like, you know, there and, mm-hmm. uh, they, the creation of them actually comes from when a god, uh, one of the deviant divine, um, actually plucked the horn of a ram and, uh, kind of gave it to a human and like for lack of better terms kind of jabbed it into their head oh they're part of the deviant divine they weren't exactly the nicest people they want chaos they're going to get chaos one way or another Um, and so while 
tieflings in this world aren't necessarily evil. There definitely are evil tieflings. You know, some that do have that and motive. They're evil, of, whatever. What's 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 Vinny again? He, Is he just a human? He's an elf. 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 Oh, elf. right. Oh, yeah. there are evil elves. All right, I'm going to go upstairs uh, and I'm going to just open the door. I'm not going to knock. Uh, Gwen's following. Because, like, I'm I don't following. want I don't want to give him following. warning to, right. like, jump out the window or something. Uh, so I'm going to open the door. Is he sleeping? Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. Is he sleeping on top of the sheets or is he under the sheets? Under the sheets. Dang it. <laughs> um, hmm. Give me a second here. I have a very weird question. Yep. Hypothetically, would it be possible for me to use my daggers to like pin the sheets down so he can't like run? So, so you you literally that sounds just like want... a thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can if you want. You just to. have to probably be stealthy about it so as not to wake him up. And you'd probably have to pay for the sheets afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I can I try to do? That? I mean, yeah. Um, I'll say. Uh, strength. Strength? Oh. Yeah. Because it, I've... It'd probably like, be strength and stealth, yeah. 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 Strength and stealth, because it, the way I see it, it's kind of like a grapple. Yeah. Uh, you have to, like, get it deep enough that it, yeah. like, he can't just, like, sit up and pull the dagger out. Right. Okay, so am I doing two rolls? Yes. Okay. Okay. Am I strength or stealth first? Whichever one you want to do first. Okay. Um, we'll say that one is strength that's a 16 okay um and then my stealth comes to 16 also okay uh so your stealth you're perfectly fine uh with the strength it does get a bit tight dicey because i mean you probably could jostle it around but for the most part he's he should be locked in okay uh i'm gonna point at him and i'm gonna cast message um, but I'm going to try to convince him that I'm, like, a god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do you, are you going to try to convince him that you are a specific god? No. Okay, so you Because just... I don't know what god he worships. I don't... Hagar doesn't really know a lot about, like, any gods except, right. like, the one that the humans worship. Right, right. Okay. Um, so... So she can be like, Vinny. 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 You've been a naughty boy. <laughs> so, I mean, as, as you message his name a couple times, he does, like, huh? And he kind of just does that, like, you know, try to lean up and then just like, oh, okay, that's not happening. You need to confess your sins, Vinny. I like the fact that Vinny is now wide awake and he can just see Hagar, like, Hagar's going to turn around. Hagar's going to turn around and just... But he's like, but like, Vinny's hearing it in his head because that's how message works. Right. Um, like, you need to confess your sins. These people believe you to be suspicious. Uh, go ahead and roll me for my <laughs> I am your true god. <laughs> you said performance, right? <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. I know what I'm adding to this now. Oh, God, that's a 12. Oh, no! Pay no attention to the man with his back turned. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. (laughs) Vinny. So this is very much a Wizard of Oz moment. You know, you tell him not to worry about it, he immediately worries about it. (laughs) 
He's just like, Hagar, I know it's you. Uh, Hagar's going to turn up and be like, what are you talking about? I have no idea what you mean. <laughs> Who's Hagar? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Hagar kind of would be that time to be like, Hagar, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Hagar's going to try to play it off like a, what are, what are you talking about? I was picking my nose and I didn't want anyone to see. <laughs> Give me... <laughs> to be fair, he had, he had his hands like wrapped around his mouth. Like, I feel like... Give me deception. Oh my God. Watch me like ace this though. <laughs> Nope, no. <laughs> not even a little bit. That's an eight. <laughs> These are like my best stats, too. I hate it here. Oh, he's not having it, bro. <laughs> like, you all are just standing, like, in the doorway. Calcine, Cal actually, is, like, uh, can Hugar... just, like, off in the corner, just, like, <laughs> hiding. Can, can Hugar tell that he doesn't believe him? Yeah. Okay. Gwen just uh, has her head in her hands, like, I can't believe this is what we're doing. All right, Hugar's like, all right, fine. I tried to do it the nice way. Confess! Confess what? Confess! What am I confessing? You know what you did! Maybe some context would be good here. He knows what he did! Are... You mind explaining something to me? Hagar's gonna like pull out the dagger, be like, this come from place next to desert. Person who got stabbed did says she smelled desert when she got stabbed did. You say from desert. Drawing lines, I am. <laughs> There's a very good reason why I come from the desert. Because it's you're from the desert. There's not, like, a reason anyone's from anywhere. There's always a reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, well, then, what all the reason? It's personal. It's because I'm okay, your dad. Okay. <laughs> okay, but this is a murder investigation. It really doesn't matter what's personal anymore. It matters to me. What continent was the desert on? This one. Which is? Tolevita. Mmm. Mmm. I come from He's the... He's got me there. <laughs> I come from the kingdom of Galar Doth. I believe I've told you this yes, already. Yes, you have, however. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, do you have any acquaintance with people that have horns on their head? No. Don't play dumb with me. Can I can I try and intimidate an answer out of him? Sure. You can certainly try. I certainly <laughs> try. That's not bad. That's a 19 for intimidation. Woo, okay. Okay, what do you say then? Um, I'm going to like creep out of the shadows. <laughs> um, and It's weird how we don't suspect her anymore. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like this ultra intimidating person Listen, that's slinking I'm into the spooky, shadows. I'm spooky, but I'm helping you in my spooky, so it's okay. Uh -huh. um, so I'm just going to like creep out of the shadows, and what can I say? That's um, Try to be this... a little edgy. I know that's hard for you. <laughs> oh. Um, Fulfill your destiny. Um, oh, gosh. Um... Why does my brain have no words in it right now? Okay. Is that what um, you say? No, absolutely not. That's a very um, odd thing so, to say. But he's so, terrified. So I'm going to be like, um, we know there's connection to the desert, and the only person that fits would be you. So tell us your reasons or else. Fine. It's because he's my dad. <laughs> I came through the desert. I 
because I had a falling out with one of the noblemen. He tried to obtain my business, and I wouldn't have it, and things didn't go as we expected. So I left, ensuring that nobody could get my business except for me. That was the vaguest answer I've ever heard. One of the noblemen <laughs> where? From Galar Doth. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, what is this business? I was a merchant. I just sold wares to the others and that kind of thing. Wares like this dagger? I sold anything and everything. This dagger specifically? I've never seen that thing in my life. Are you lying? <laughs> Roll me an insight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea if he's lying. <laughs> as far as you can tell, he's just he's speaking the truth. Can I also try and see if yes. he's lying? Nope, that's a nine. I don't know either, probably. <laughs> Why do we soak? <laughs> I'll help. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. That That is also a nine. I don't know what I add to it. <laughs> We're all very, very what was gullible. It? it was insight. Yep. Uh, insights. Uh, oh. It's either wisdom or intelligence. can't remember its wisdom. Right, and that's a 13? Maybe. You can, it doesn't seem to be lying. Okay. <laughs> Dang. <sighs> oh, my God. Stop. Heckin' lying. So you you got into a disagreement with a nobleman about your business, and you're a merchant? Yes. Why was the nobleman interested in your business? He's a child. He literally? literally? <laughs> <laughs> Hagar legitimately in... thinks that there could be a noble child. <laughs> in a sort of way, he obtained his position far too early after the sudden death of his father. He wants power, and I was one of the few who said no. Mm. As I'm pretty sure you all can tell, children don't like it when you say no to them. I can't remember if this was discussed in a previous episode, but what do we know about where he's from? Like, we know the name, but, like, do we know... And do we know if there's a noble child? Yeah, like, do we, do we know? Is that a like... history check? I'll just go ahead and give it to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, so, I can roll again, I guess. Uh, I feel like, I mean, it, truly, if I'm being honest, the hugger would probably be the only one who had have roll considering his intelligence. Is... 15. All right, well, yeah. oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, you all know that uh, Galardolf is, um, it is a kingdom. But it is very much the type to have a head, but also has like another layer of a bunch of noblemen. Mm -hmm. um, and so, as far as you can tell, there could be a noble child in there, mm -hmm. um, but you weren't really sure. There's currently 11 nobles. Okay. So, one eleventh of the nobles might be a child, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if he's mm. telling the truth, which we would have no idea of knowing because we rolled like booty cheeks. Perhaps. The dice are not on our side today. <laughs> not even a little bit. Maybe um, they'll get better. Maybe. Next episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I am going to. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask him again, like, have you seen any or know of any uh, people with horns in this area or that you've seen, like, coming in or out since you've been here? I haven't seen anybody with horns, no. 
My God, you're useless. I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like if I don't think he's lying and he has no association with this horned person, Hugger is just gonna leave. Y'all can stay. Like he's leaving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you? What do y'all want to do? Um. I, I guess. To be fair, most of your muscle just walked out the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm but he's gonna... still pinned to the. Turns sheets, so. it turns out as soon as Hagar leaves, roll for an issue. <laughs> <laughs> out of the shadows. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna like yank the daggers out of the sheets, but I'm gonna hold one in front of him like menacingly, and I'm gonna be like got my eye on you and then I'm just also gonna go back downstairs. No, I thought you were gonna just like forget to un, un <laughs> unstick him to the sheets and just walk away. Just, I could've, but... Yeah. Just one eye? You said you had your eye on me. But only Oh my one god, eye. I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he falls in Can I stab him now? Uh, no, I... Oh, I mean, you could if you wanted I to. I say, what's your alignment? <laughs> I mean... You, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna ignore him and go back downstairs. Okay. Gwendolyn. So she's gonna, she's still like she's gonna double check. She's like, so. Were you like, born and raised in in, in that place? <laughs> did you, did did you move from somewhere? Uh, it, yes, I was born in Galardoth. Uh, my father ran the merchant shop before I did, and once he passed and. I was actually of age to have learned everything that I should have. Dang, that's I, a, a drag the kid. <laughs> He's not even here. <laughs> I took over the business. Cool story, bro. She's she's just gonna come out and say the question that has been bothering her since she saw this guy. She's gonna say, "Do you know a Theoden?" A, a Theoden? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't know. There's plenty of people I meet. Theodreds, Theodins, any other Theos. He's an elf, if that narrows it down. <laughs> He's like the most common race. <laughs> There's a lot of elves in Galardoth. I've dealt with many. She's going to sigh and she's going to walk away. <laughs> see what, see what like, I'm saying about I... this dude? He's so annoying. <laughs> <sighs> she's going to go downstairs and find the others. I do keep tabs on a lot of my people, though. Uh, perhaps, maybe, I could get someone that I know to find anything on See, him. You just look really familiar, and I don't know how, so I'm just... I'm just over it. I'm, <laughs> I'm here to... I'm trying to help you as best as I can. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so shady. <laughs> But I'm gonna go downstairs oh now. My God. Okay. Because I need a minute. Uh, <laughs> so y'all are downstairs. Uh, I feel like I've been led on a wild goose chase. <laughs> I'm glad. No. <laughs> so much. I want to kill something. Got nowhere. <laughs> I'm, uh, to be honest, like the thing is, I'm the type of DM where like I can't really give you much if you don't roll well enough, and you guys just. Listen. On like the most important stuff, I'm just like I want you to roll well, but like. Okay. Uh, I, I, I have can't. two ideas. Uh, 
And one is to essentially go and ask the people that, like, live around the doctor's office if they saw anyone with, like, horns leaving the doctor's office. And my only other idea is to, like, stay in the same room as the doctor tonight when she goes to bed and just, like, sit in a corner, just, like, ready to, like, (laughs) mess up something if it comes to get her since I yelled to the entire doctor's office that she was alive. All right, all right. Thoughts, comments, concerns. <laughs> I'll I'll leave it up to the party on what they want on what everyone wants to do. Those are those are Hagar's ideas at the moment. Because what I think I'll what I'm want to try to implement is anytime you guys have downtime or leisure time, I'm literally gonna leave it up to you guys to role play however you want until mm-hmm. I feel the need to be like a roll initiative <laughs> and all that goody good. Well. Kelsey vibes with the idea of staying in the doctor's room to watch for something. Mm-hmm. Um, because okay. assuming that whatever or whoever came after her heard and knows that she's alive, there is a good chance that they would probably come after her again. So. And you're the stealthy one. I am the stealthy one. So we should probably only have one person in the room that can like hide, kind of like in the shadows. Hugger just like takes a barrel and just like yeah, just, himself. I, into I, it. I solid snake myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, I'm trying just, to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick, and the clap of my gets butt cheeks on keeps alerting the demons. Stealth check, <laughs> like instantly just hears the like Metal Gear Solid alert noise. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Oh my god! There's there's a red exclamation point <laughs> over their head. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. So I think that's the plan, and I think the the smartest way to do that is have, um, calcine dipped into the corner, like as hidden as possible, while the others of us are in like the room next door, so that mm-hmm. if she like yells, I can either we can either run around or I guess I could Kool Aid Man through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So which room are you going to go on, like into? Because you could technically go into Vinny's room. Because literally, you, you guys have set them like right next to each other. Okay. Uh, um, then, yeah, we'll do Vinny's room. Okay, Vinny's room? Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just trying to sleep. And we're just, he's just trying to like get through the day. Everyone like... just keeps coming in and out of Vinny's room. I think that's so funny. Oh, yeah. It's what are you? The beautiful. dude's mad sus, so he's Yeah, it. so I say we wait until, like, the sun's starting to go down, and then we go into Vinny's room. Calcine goes into the doctor's room. And like hides out in the corner with like maybe one candle in the room, like on the on like the doctor's bedside, um, just so like you can see anyone that like sneaks up to her. I have dark vision too, though. So yeah. all of you have dark well, vision. Well, yeah, but that's shades of gray. That's I mean, not yeah. like I'm gonna super I'm gonna helpful. have to figure out yeah. some way to limit your guys's sight. Some way. Just gouge my eyes out, DM. <laughs> no balls. Hagar <laughs> <laughs> the blind. <laughs> Just go the opposite way. Make it so bright that we just can't see anything. Oh Why would gosh. you give him that idea? That's I'm actually sorry. a really good idea. <laughs> oh, especially since I know a perfect monster for that, too. Oh, no. I think I do, too. Thank you, TikTok. Oh, no. Anywho. Okay, so I think that's that's our plan. All right. Um, so if you guys aren't going to really... I, I assume you guys aren't going to do too much as you guys are waiting. So, what I'm now going to do is we're going to do some interpersonal connections. Oh, no. I don't want to. All right. Maybe next time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I will actually do... We'll just do a 1d6 divided by 2. Okay. So, calcine and... 
Hogar. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys are going to get some personal time. Oh, boy. Uh, and so... Um, Here comes the fan fiction. I, <laughs> no! <laughs> this, is, this is really to help you guys get, uh, you know, way deeper grasp of your characters and also get some nice interpersonal connections. Uh, Com 240 interpersonal communications. <laughs> that just made me nauseous. You're please. welcome. Any comm class, I hate. Uh, I actually it's like been a class. solid three years since I took the one required comm class. Um, yeah, I'm in the one required one. Anyway, back to, back to <laughs> D&D. So, um, you guys are sitting there at a table, probably having some drinks. Um, granted, yeah, uh, Gwendolyn's there too. She's some nerd reading a book. What do you mean? I mean, she, she can either be reading a book or she can uh, be writing a song or she can be uh, reading, uh, like, looking through some history, thinking about what she knows, um, maybe so writing... this is likely the last journal. thing we get done this mm-hmm. episode, too. Yes, so yeah. make uh, it count, I'll be Gwendolyn. And you can also, you know, uh, play a song if you want to. I'll... Ooh, background music. Well, Ooh. I mean, not actually play a song, but, like... <laughs> I have... I, what I, instrument does she have? She has... Oh, was it a pan flute? She has... I have three listed, but I don't okay. know how many I'm supposed to have. She has a lute, a lyre, and a pan flute. Okay. I mean, that's up to the DM. I, I, I don't really mind. I mean, okay. as a bard, you know, the more the merrier. Yeah. Sure. Um, she's probably going to be looking through history and, like, going over, like, their detective notes to try to figure out if she can think of anything. She's, like, in her head doing, like, the bulletin board with the yeah. red. <laughs> <laughs> the red thread connecting oh, yeah. the dots. All right. Desert equals murder. <laughs> so you're doing that. All right. So you guys are having a drink. You guys, What's I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I literally just want you guys to sit there and, you know, get to know each other better. Um, I don't really care what you talk about. I feel like Kelsey doesn't want me to get to know her. <laughs> <laughs> then you, then Hagar should push if he wants, well, if that's really his motive. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. I feel like he just wants casual conversation. So casual conversation. Casually conversate. <laughs> Uh, I feel like Hagar has to start this conversation, otherwise Kelsey would never... That's probably accurate. Yeah. Honestly, I... I'm so sorry, but that's very <laughs> much in character for me. Um, okay. Uh, once we all, like, sit down, Hagar is gonna, like, I guess he's gonna ask the table uh, what they would like to drink. She says, like, an icebreaker. <laughs> Give me more of the fruity stuff. Twelve copper. Uh, no, I, it's, it's, I'm going oh, and getting okay, so, it. Oh, okay, so you're going. Yeah, I'm okay, going so. to get it, so it's it's on the house. <gasps> Mom's not going to be too happy with that. Uh, Mom can bite me. I, I made it. <laughs> We're She's investigating a murder. This is important. <laughs> What's she going to do? I'm a 6'5", 200-whatever yeah, pounds. And your mom took care of you throughout your I'm life. I'm 6'5", 230. It's not like she can bend me over the bar anymore. <laughs> you forget who bends to her will, your father. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I am scared of him. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll ask the two of them Yeah, what, what they would like to drink. Uh, I assume Gwendolyn also wants the Fruity Bev. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Um, that could be an alternate name for one of you. <laughs> Fruity Bev. Anywho, Fruity Bev. Uh, I'm going to go get the, the drinks and bring them back. You know, two, two of the fruits and one of the normals, you know. Um, and... Uh, Hagar is going to uh, slide over the, the, the Fruity Bev to Calcine and be like, yeah, you know, I figured as much. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> oh, you know, just, uh, you know, obviously you're, you're terrifying, but, you know, you're, you're pretty dainty in the way you go about things. I'm not 
dainty. Okay, what well, would you prefer me to say? Careful. Y- yes. Well, I'm gonna say dainty. <laughs> okay. Listen, it's what just because you, you have little fingers, and Hagar holds up his fingers, which like <laughs> each are like stupidly thick. They're the big sausage fingers. They're them big sausage fingers. Sausage. <laughs> it's a wonder how he plays his ukulele. It really is. It's a custom ukulele. Yes. It's like the size of a guitar, but like it's a ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you being abnormally large does not make me dainty. I mean, but in comparison, it does. (sighs) Fine, fine. Whatever you say. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So... He's just kind of like, he's kind of like twiddle his thumb. Like he, he, he's going to look over at Gwendolyn, but like she's got her nose in the book. So it's like, ah, he's going to look over at Calcine, who I assume is like trying to look at her drink and not at him uh, after that fantastic introduction. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, like, so uh, you come here often? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just passing through this town and it's my first time here. Right. I assume you're here often. One could say that, yes. Uh, yeah. Rather often. Um, almost daily. <laughs> uh, so so Brian's going to come up. Uh, he's he's doing this partially because he can see how uncomfortable Hagar is at the moment. Yeah. Uh, would you guys like some food? Uh, t- you know what? Yeah, yes, Brian, thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want your usual Hagar? Absolutely. And then for your friends, what do you got? Uh, well, he kind of has usual. to look back at uh, you know the, the the menu that they have, um, and so he lists off uh, fresh mangoes, um, a thin broth soup, uh, cooked parsnips, uh, some elk meat noodles. I hate you. <laughs> it had to happen. I hate you. It had to happen. Uh, then there is some grasshopper and radish skewers, um, mm. some mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. uh, just some baked potatoes, um, dumplings, um, and then a Brussels sprout casserole. Um, <coughs> that sounds like it smells like a nightmare. Personally, <laughs> I am very much interested in mashed potatoes and dumplings. All right. Yeah, dumplings sound really good. Thanks. She's like barely paying attention. She's like, yeah, that sounds good. That's good. <laughs> Whatever you said. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And then what is uh, Agar's usual? What's his usual? Yeah. I guess it's got to be the elk meat noodles. Yes! <laughs> uh, and the, 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 the cricket and radish skewers. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So so elk meat noodles and uh, grasshopper radish skewers. Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> So, so he just nods his head, uh, and leaves, and um, so now we've done some ground building for the future. <laughs> We're like best friends now. I ha- hey, I rarely have conversations with people, so I'm proud of you. <laughs> I this is growth. Hagar rarely gets to talk to new people, right? You know, like there are people that like come and go in the tavern, but like at this point, you he know usually doesn't really talk to them. But like all the people that are in the town, he's grown up around, right. or they've grown up around him if they're younger. But if they're younger than him, they're probably not in the tavern. Um, uh. 
So John like come in here all new, the time. new people, <laughs> like, actual full on conversations with new people are pretty few and far between. Right. So he just kind of throws stuff out there and sees if it sticks. And I think that's evident here. All right. Uh, so as you guys are waiting for your food, I'll go ahead and let both Hugger and uh, Gwendolyn get some oh, no. <laughs> mighty fine role play. And then we'll conclude uh, with uh, Gwendolyn and Kelsey. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, because Gwendolyn's like in the book again, Hagar has to start this conversation, which probably isn't fantastic. Hagar's uh, <laughs> uh, great at this. Yeah. Has has the food come by that time, or I assume not? No. Yeah. Okay. Um, dang. <laughs> Can he tell that it's a history book that she's reading? Uh, you, you'd you probably have to, like, do one of those, like, really, like, bend down. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll say he does that. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. So, um, from what you can tell, uh, it's not exactly a history book. It's more like, I- I'd say it's kind of like a journal-ish of sorts that, sh- that she's looking through. So it doesn't really have a name on it. It kind of looks, I'd say it probably looks something like this. Okay, so, like, basic brown leather-bound yep. notebook. Understandable. Um, oh yeah, actually no, that's oh. perfect. I, yeah, because so it's green. Got it. Yeah, Gwendolyn definitely seems to the type to have something more Smart like a class, <laughs> a, a clasped journal. Got it. Clasped green journal. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, now is she? Is it? Is it? Is she reading it or is she also taking notes? Uh, that's up to her. That's that's why I looked at her. <laughs> I think I'm taking notes. Okay. I think. Uh, and a uh, quick question. What language are you writing in? That is a great question. What languages do I speak? At least one. <laughs> well, um, I hope. Now just walks around doesn't know a single language. Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to do it in common so she can share it with them if they ever need to read. Okay. It. How thoughtful. <laughs> yeah. Aw. Aw. Cuz she's just writing down stuff about like okay. the day and what she's learned. Okay. Um Hagar is gonna kind of like look and be like, "So, do you write down like everything that happens?" Kinda. I'm trying to make that sound as not creepy as possible, but. But okay. I just. I like going to new places, and I haven't been to many places, so I want to like remember as much as possible. And also, a lot of stuff has happened today that I feel like we should probably remember. So personally, I'd rather forget like at least the last five minutes. (laughs) 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 It was just it was just a very awkward conversation. He he doesn't mean that in like a he doesn't okay. This this, this is perfect for Hugger. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't he doesn't mean it in like a bad way. He means it in like a that was so awkward. He'd rather everyone forget (laughs) that it happened so he could have a new first conversation. Right. But like. I, un- I, as Sam, understand how that sounds. <laughs> Hagar, as Hagar, does not understand that that's not what everyone would Hugger's get from a that. Big dumb boy. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is very dumb, but he means well. Um, and so he's like, uh, I don't know. I sometimes I think it's. I I don't really write anything down. I mean that's okay. That. Uh, is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I I think I'm just I don't know. I I like to write down stuff not only for me to remember but just like if I ever want to make a song out of it 
or write a poem. Oh, I just, you write music? Yeah, not not a lot. I mean, I have more notes than I have songs. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, just just in case the mood ever strikes me or something is cool. Mm-hmm. So Hagar's gonna like look around to see if his dad's in the tavern right now. Is he? Um. He doesn't appear to be, and if he was, he'd probably already have been upstairs. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Hagar is gonna like kind of like duck a little bit. Listen. Hagar's kind of like gonna duck down, but like can't be like too quiet about this. But like I actually love love music. Really? Yeah. So like uh, he's gonna like like uh, kind of like lift up like part of like his pack, and like under it's where like the ukulele just kind of rests. It's like he keeps. It's like it's, it's like where some people like keep like a Glock. He just oh has a ukulele. Like, He's like, I stay strapped. <laughs> oh my gosh. Stay strapped or get clapped. Exactly. <laughs> wow, I did not. I did not see that coming. I, I wait. What does that mean? <laughs> you just don't strike me as the music type, but I love it. I think that's great. Yay! So so like, what do you play? Uh well, I I, I was playing the lute earlier. Right, um, I, I remember that. that. Um, I have a lyre, and then I, I have a pan flute just for fun. Do you have a truther? What is that? I, it, it just sounds like it would be an instrument after I... what you just said. <laughs> oh, well, I, I don't. I'm sorry. Oh, Man. I, I don't. I don't. I don't even know what a lyre is. If we're being real. <laughs> I just made that connection. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a really obvious joke. Like that's a, God, it's a classic Drake no. and Josh. <laughs> you call me a liar. I'm calling, calling you a truther. That there we go. Okay. So she's gonna pull it out and she's gonna show it to him and she's like, "This is what it is." He's gonna kind of like like recoil a little bit. Like, that's, yeah, uh, okay, uh, d- neat. Like, like he's like he's gonna look around like he's not reacting to it, but like he's like actually like that's actually super super cool. Like he's like whispering like how cool he thinks it is. She's gonna she's gonna slowly put it away, and instead she's gonna like draw it on her paper. Okay. So that he can see like the strings and, uh-huh. and how it works, and she's gonna tell him about like the different notes and what everything means. So like it's not as obvious of right. what they're talking about. He certainly appreciates that, <laughs> and he and he certainly does uh, begin to like. From what he knows of ukulele, he does gain some. They're both understand- stringed instruments. Yeah, There's he, commonalities. He begins to understand a little bit. Right. right. It'll take him a bit long. It'll take him mm-hmm. more time to sit there and fully. Uh, mm-hmm. develop the skills to play that instrument if he wanted to, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a basis there now. Yeah, I mean, he's got his ukulele and he's got his little hand drum, yep. so he's, he's learning. And, <laughs> and around this time is when Brian actually comes back uh, steaming hot plates of uh, some mashed potatoes and dumplings for calcine uh, and uh, another plate of dumplings for Gwendolyn. Uh, and then two plates of <laughs> uh, one plate of... Um, or no, one bowl. Sorry, of elk bowl meat noodles. Of elk meat noodles. <laughs> yep, a nice hearty bowl of elk meat noodles, and then a plate of grasshopper and radish skewers. Mm. And uh, because Sam already knows what these meat noodles look like, oh my God. I get to describe it again. So it's exactly what it sounds it like. It is exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's like a noodle made of meat. Yep, and it's in. It's kind of like uh, those Alfredo no- Alfredo noodles where they're like oh, long yeah, and rectangular, yeah. but it's literally just meat. It's just sheets of meat. <laughs> it's just sheets of meat. <laughs> okay. And and it's like uh, tossed in a broth, and you know it's got some seasoning on there, and 
it's just it's just meat. <laughs> it is a it like different. The different types of meat noodles are commodities in the world. I'll say that much. Yeah. Sam knows all from experience. Yeah. <laughs> Boar noodles. Boar noodles. Oh my gosh. Okay. I guess hey. I guess now since it's their turn to have their moment, I'm yep. just gonna say Hagar is gonna just be stuffing his face. And making some like rather unsavory noises with those elk noodles. He probably sounds like an elk while he devours them. Uh, and yeah, and then he's he's just he's just gonna devour it. Okay. All right. So you guys have your food, and you know Brian has left. Hagar is making some ungodly noises. Uh... <laughs> 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 So, I like to imagine he can figure out how to slurp them even though they're made of meat. <laughs> <laughs> they're just that greasy. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, on that note, have I'm fun glad. bonding. Yeah, have fun bonding. Silence says it all. That's how they bond. It's just silence. I... My brain is empty. I was gonna say, have you guys roll? Whoever gets the high roll has to. Well, she's start actually, the conversation. yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll do the, we'll do it like that for these two characters who just don't oh, no. start conversations. I got a twelve. I got a uh, one. <laughs> oh no! Kelsey has to start the convo. The the rogue is starting the convo. The <laughs> one time you were <sighs> alone. You okay, did it. we're like next to, on the same side of the table, right? Oh, it's up to you guys how you want to orient. Because I imagine since it's three people, it's, it's like, like we're all circle. equidistant to each other. Yeah. It's like triangular. Triangulum and tangulum. How dare like... you? Okay, I'm trying to like. Okay, however the table's set up, I'm just gonna like casually like scoot a little closer in Gwen's direction, and I'm gonna be like, "So, um, are you like finding anything useful in your research for this? Am I?" <laughs> Um, as far as you can tell, I mean, you're kind of just going through the same stuff. Maybe making some small connections that you think could be Horns either. equal desert, question mark? <laughs> Horns equal tiefling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, actually, now that I think about it. Oh. Roll me a history. No. No. no, no, no. Uh, that's a nothing. Uh, so, uh, never mind. <laughs> no, I'm not finding anything, unfortunately. Just the same stuff that we already know. Mm. Man, I feel like we've done so much today, and we're no closer to any answers on this. Yeah. It's... You know, I, I would say it's frustrating, but it's actually kind of exciting, isn't it? I want to disagree, but in a weird way, I, I kind of get what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, Sam just did something <laughs> really dumb. Sam doesn't have the mic for two minutes, and he's acting like a cat without any attention. <laughs> really? I'm sorry. I love you, buddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Lord. Go back to bonding. Anyways, um, yeah, it's 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 exciting, you know. I've, I I ju I just got out of school like a few months ago, and so I've just been wandering, I guess. And this is the first time that something has actually happened, and it's 
I don't know. It's it's like something that I would I would, I would read out of my stories or listen to in my songs. I never thought it actually happened to me. Unfortunately, I'm a little too familiar with people dying. Um, well, <laughs> but I mean, I can see where an investigation like this for the first time would be interesting to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? That's all I got. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, in that case, um, <clears throat> you all, you know, you, you've bonded a little bit. You're getting a bit more comfortable with yourself, with, with each other and all that. Um, you guys eat your food. Um, at this point, Hagar has, uh, I don't even know if he'd go on to a second bowl. He's probably like picking his teeth with like the skewers. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, gotta get the legs out from between his teeth. Yeah, Hagar's very, he's, he's such a disciplined gentleman when it comes to eating. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> he learned his manners from a half giant. What are you expecting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so you all finish your meals. Brian takes the dishes. Uh, and then, the, and then night comes, you know, you guys have sat, sat there for a while, you know, waited for your food and all that sort of stuff. And so that is where we will pick up in the next episode. Yes. Yay. Yay. Yep. All right. So, so yeah. Uh, with that, I am your host and DM, Aaron. Once again, I am Hagar and Sam. I'm Gwen and Emily. And I am Kalsin and Tori. And this has been Roll for Initiative. Immersion. Immersion. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Roll for Immersion. I did that on purpose. <laughs> sure you did. Shh.